Uh, so, uh, I didn't do anything, I swear. It's not what it looks what like. What happened? Where'd you go? It's a, 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 a chat, chat request. Don't worry. All right, go ahead. Hey, let's see it. Oh, double, triple? What is this? Tri okay. F I thought you said you only had two. No, I said I said I had two with me. I had to go grab. That that was that was the chat request. Let's go grab them. All. How many do you have? And I have one more that I lost. I don't know where I put them, but I. Oh my gosh. Gentlemen, Jakishki. Am I saying that name right? Am I getting it right? So, so I, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're not pronouncing it wrong, but it's okay. Nobody oh really my pronounces gosh. my name right on the first on the first try. My name is technically pronounced Jakishi, but people always just call me Jiki for short. Jiki. So, yeah, because J I K I. There's like easy. All right. So I'm, yeah, Jakishi. I've literally phonetically spelled it out on my notebook. I've given like three <laughs> iterations of this. Jiki is going to be as close as uh, worst case scenario. I'm going formal name. All right. It's, it's, hey, it's, that it's works worse. with me. All right, Demetrius. But that being said, welcome in to the studio. How have you been? What you been up to today? Uh, today's been slow. Uh, yeah. I've watched YouTube, ate food. That's about it. YouTube. Today's been a slow day. What are we watching on YouTube though? Uh, League of Legends Worlds is happening right now. Uh, I don't play the game much anymore, but I've been catching up on that. Small Ant uploaded a new video. You are basically on it. it. You are on it. You are eating, breathing, living content creation. All right. I like Indeed. it. I like it. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I usually tell the guests how we got connected before we get started with the show. And between you and I, I've seen you around these parts. All right. I've seen you all of over course. Twitter. I've seen you on TikTok. Uh, but most of all, it was a recommendation through Kenty H. Kenty was the one. Oh, my boy Kentai. Kentai. He, he, um, I, I had him on, I, I would say, almost a month ago. And mm -hmm. of all the people, he's like, you got to have uh, Demetrius on. You have to. You have to. All right? Because I feel like he's got a great story. I would want to watch that show. So can you do me a favor? Do that one. All right? Do that one now. ASAP. And so I was like, you got it. I mean, I, I got it goes two ways. I got to reach out and see if uh, if you'd be interested. Um, but I'm glad that we were able to find a time and a day to do this. I'm pumped to to learn about your life and hear your story both online and off. All right. So uh, the first part of this show, we're going to get into a bit of your your content creation life here, uh, time here on Twitch. So before you were even streaming, if that's applicable, how long have you had your Twitch account in general? So this specific account, I don't know when I first started watching Twitch. I don't remember. I was a wee lad, probably under TOS when I first watched. Okay. But on this account, I actually had it since 2013. So 2013. It's been a little bit. It's been eight years, which would have meant I was 14 back then. Yeah. So you, I, was, I was a baby. <laughs> you've had this since the OG days. We're, we're teetering around Justin TV-esque time. Yeah, that, that's when I first watched was Justin TV. Really? Oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. And tell me this. So what, uh, what were you watching back then? How did you find yourself into this purple platform back in 2014? Just random stuff. I know that my older brother had used Justin TV, mm -hmm. and I just always kind of looked up to my older brother. And so when I seen him use it, I was like, what's up? And then I just saw games. 
started watching games, you know, back same time where MLG.TV was a big thing. Yeah. Watched a lot of COD streamers back then. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, eventually people like, you know, known now as Preston Plays, uh, Mr. Wuffles, people like that old Minecraft creators, which still kind of create content, yeah. even though maybe not as much as they used to. Preston's still pretty prevalent, but, mm-hmm. you know, some of them. I watched a lot of them, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is seems cool. This is the place to be. This is the place, is the to, place be. to be. Exactly. What was it about? Um, oh, tell me this. All right, since you were one of the rare few that have been there from the start or right before it turned uh, turned into Twitch, tell us what the biggest differences you see from then to now. Honestly, like this is pretty pretty obvious at this point but just the amount of people purely on the platform because back then it was like if you saw someone with over 100 viewers Mm -hmm. you were shocked Mm -hmm. and now just you click on any almost any category any of the popular categories and you'll find you know 100 streamers with 100 viewers yeah which is all of justin tv back then (laughs) find 100 people with 100 viewers or 100 plus viewers and now it's like hey you go to uh the minecraft category and you find 100 people with 100 plus viewers yeah easy everywhere so purely the saturation you're seeing a the lot more creator it. creators you're seeing a lot more viewers all across the board that's awesome oh uh, so you you created this account 2014 when did you start streaming when was the first time you ever hit that go live button started started the account in 2013 i actually started streaming in 2014 that was right that was right though 2014 probably about Seven to eight months after I made the account is probably my guess. I tried to look up the exact date using like Twitch Tracker. Oh no but problem. They don't even go. They don't even go far enough back to figure yeah. out when I started streaming. Exactly. So you were real OG. You're an old head here. All right. What What was it? You know, from when you started in 2013 to going live in 2014. What gave you that itch to be like, you know what? I want to be a part of what's going on here. I want. I want to create content here. I want to go live here on Twitch. Well, the first thing was just the fact that uh, we'll get more into it during, you know, the part about myself. But I, you know, I went through some rough patches like everyone Mm. and just joining people's streams would just make my day that much better. You know, like even if it's just a little bit that day Mm. and I was like, I want to be able to impact people and make people have a slightly better day, whether it's rough or if they just want a place to hang out and be themselves. So I was like, that's my goal is I want to make a safe, safe space for people to hang out. So around the age of 14, 15, you already had this this idea of like, all right, let's let's go community. Let's not worry too much about gameplay or or all that jazz or even variety content. I want to make a community here above mm-hmm. all else. That's awesome. So uh, were you always consistent? Did you ever do those famous, you know, I stream and then I'm going to take a, a, a couple years off and then come back? Or was this has this been consistent across the board? Uh so for the first bit, it was very consistent. Yeah. And then I stopped for a bit when I had a game crisis, because even though I was more about community, mm-hmm. just chatting wasn't big. Just chatting wasn't really a thing. Yeah. And I also didn't, I wasn't super comfortable showing my face at the time either. Fair so point. I, you know, so gameplay was still big, even though the main thing was the fact that I wanted to have a community, mm-hmm. having like needing a game to go behind it still, still mattered. Mm-hmm. And I had a game crisis for a while with, because I started out with Minecraft. And then I stopped playing Minecraft. I just got bored. I got burnt out. Fair. And I stopped. And I didn't know, because I was playing a lot of CSGO, but CSGO also wasn't very big on Twitch. It was just basically the pro CSGO scene and nobody else. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of had a crisis. 
And then there's also like the crate openers, but you know, 14, <laughs> 15 year old yeah. me can't afford to open <laughs> hundreds of dollars of crates every exactly, day. Exactly. So I was in a big, you know, a big awkward spot and I eventually just cracked. I started playing CSGO mm -hmm. and just, you know, but during that time, the streams were less consistent, you know, mm -hmm. if I was lucky once a week, but I tried to balance streaming around school. Actually, let me rephrase that. I tried to balance school around streaming. <laughs> there, there you go. That's the truth. <laughs> I'm being That's honest. The truth. Yeah, there it but, is. But, so, you know, I tried my best. So was there ever a moment that, because it, it, it seems like I'm looking here at this, this you know, multi-year journey. Was there ever a moment that you just stepped away from the platform? That you were just like, I, like longer than just a week or two weeks, it uh, sounds I, I I definitely took a couple months off. I don't know exactly what year, but mm -hmm. there was just there was just a few times where like I felt like there were other things I needed to prioritize over streaming despite really wanting to stream. Yeah. So I had to like I, I had to do it even though I didn't really want to. Mm -hmm. And so there was just times like not a ton, but there were a few moments where I just, you know, took maybe a month, two, three off. Mm -hmm. I, I've never taken more than three months off, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Or let me rephrase it. Three months off at one one time. Overall, yeah. I've probably you know taken my fair share of time off, of course. But yeah. and and what brings you back? What keeps bringing you back during those uh, those breaks? Community for sure. Just yeah. having little like mini interactions, inside jokes, everything like that. Like just doing something like for Twitch, you know, obviously doing something in the Pog Champ spam, mm -hmm. something like that. You know, just small things like that where it's just super like you can't find the community anywhere else even though like i've done youtube and stuff mm. community is just not the same it's not true true i love that take us to your first stream all right demetrius what was happening during your first stream what was going through your head and emotions during that time too uh my first stream i honestly wasn't really thinking i'll be honest <laughs> i uh i was streaming minecraft survival games yeah and i'm pretty sure my it was either my first or second stream. I don't remember which one, but one of my first, like, we'll just say first five would be 100% safe. It was a 24-hour stream, and I just barely mm. read chat. I just played games with my what? friends for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. We just played games for 24 hours <laughs> and did nothing. <laughs> and I now I'm like, I could never go even a few minutes without reading chat, let mm. alone 24 hours. But I just sat there and played games and yeah. had fun because I was I was nervous when talking to people. I still kind of am. But yeah, I've gotten better, obviously, over the years. I love that. I love that. Well, see, we, we have to look at our past in order to see how much we've grown in the present. So it's it's fascinating to see that you you did you pulled off a casual 24 hour stream without ever having to say anything to whoever stops by. Uh, let, let me ask this. All right. Uh, one more question in this regard. How have you as a creator evolved from when you first started? Well, that first thing is of course talking now i uh i focus on talking more than the gameplay even mm -hmm. which a lot of people do it the opposite which i'm not bashing that's that's what you want to do i i trust you i trust your you know your view yeah but for me even if i'm playing bad as long as i'm responding to people i feel like i'm doing my job since like i said my goal from the very start was to make a welcoming community mm -hmm. that i feel like you know responding to people in a you know as timely a manner as possible and trying to read as many comments as possible Mm -hmm. is the way to build that community that I want, you know, to have everybody feeling welcome. So. Well, everyone wants to be heard, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and engage with the streamer. You know, you're the one going live. You have the cam and the lights on you. So yep. being able to be attentive of those, you know, needs and interactions are huge. That's paramount. 
I think that's awesome that that you've recognized that uh, at such an early age back then too. Um, Demetrius, that being said, all right, you know I'm I'm fairly new to Twitch. I've been here for maybe a year and a half. And so I'm always looking for ways to connect with my guests. And, and you know, again, I, I haven't been there since 2014. You've, you've lived a lot of life here online. Uh, but that being said, I've pulled out uh, three of your clips here from your channel. All right. I'm on your channel. I got mm-hmm. three clips. And I just, you know, I just want to talk about them. I just want you to explain to me what's going on oh. here. Why sounds is that everything okay? It suddenly yeah, it sounds good to me. Why why is I feel the tensions <laughs> rising? I feel like there's a little bit is there should I be aware? No, <laughs> no it's it's it. No, don't worry about it. It's okay. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Uh, Demetrius, I don't think I'm the one that needs to be worrying right now. I don't know. No, I, I don't, <laughs> I did it live, so I'm not scared either. Okay, all right. Well, let's start off with this first one, all right? I usually go in order here. This first one here, I'm going to switch over scenes. You could listen on your end. Um, I'll just have you explain what happens after we play this clip, all right? Oh, it's yeah. It's only 13 seconds long. Good, good clip. Good. I already how, know this clip. How bad can it be? You know what I mean? It's, it's a great oh, clip. It's pretty good. Okay, let's give it a listen. Nine months ago, let's give it a listen. I'm not. This time, I'm holding my skirt down after after last time. After last time, oh boy, dude! Holding my oh, skirt boy. down yes. after last. Yes. Can we can we go bar for bar? What was that about? What do you mean after last time? So, uh, so there's previous streams before this. I uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have a clip pulled up about those or you know something about my made outfit streams. Those that's yeah. actually what originated this mm-hmm. uh, during the made outfit stream. I did a spin because somebody, somebody, I think they subbed and they're like, do a spin. And I was like, I'll do a spin. And you could see like the bottom of my boxers. And I felt really awkward because I was oh, like, bro, I'm live in front of like 50 people and 50 people just. <laughs> and so I was like, skirts being held down from now on. If I ever wear a skirt again, this not, not happening again. No, nope. never, never again. <laughs> but why? Never the, again. So they requested a twirl is what I'm seeing yes. here. What's going on yes. here in this clip? Yeah, they requested a, tur- a twirl again. Probably, I don't know who it was. I don't remember at this point. They were probably like, hmm, maybe we can debate him again. Yeah. No, I, I learned from last time. I learned. <laughs> can you tell me this, you know, again, being an old frog, an old head, literally, and, and on the internet as well. What is it about this trend of schoolgirl and maid outfits that everyone just seems to lose themselves for? Everyone wants to see their streamer mm. in a schoolgirl and or maid outfit. Can you speak on that behalf? Oh, I'm not 100% sure, yeah. but uh, the last time I put a maid outfit on, which was probably about a month ago, yeah. my chat just liked to say, uh, submissive and breedable. Oh. My. And that uh, that's the best way that I could explain it to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that's probably the best way I could ex- I could explain it. There, there was no was there any uh, channel point re- reward to go pick up one of the Funko Pops behind you? Is that <laughs> is that another? <laughs> no, I, that's a, that's a good idea for the next one. That is a good idea. You're honestly evolving the meta. Hey, You're hey, evolving hey, the meta. Easy, easy. All right, that's my job here. That's my job. I'm here to throw out content <laughs> ideas. Well, I love that. I love that you're willing. Is there in the near future? Do you have another fit planned out? Are you going to be reusing some of the old fits? What are we talking uh, about? Another fit planned out. This is just. 
just for the people that are here, not mm-hmm. everyone knows. So uh, I'm going to be working on a cosplay for a potential Halloween stream. It, sh- it should be here in time. It said, the thing is, it said between the 27th and the 31st. So I'm just hoping it actually hits it before the 31st. And if it does, I'll be doing an Attack on Titan Scout cosplay before then. Ooh. So that'll be pretty fun. It'll be, it'll be dope. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. I like it. I like it. I again, you're rocking the fits. I did see a lot of the outfits in the clips. All right. I'm just gonna oh, chat. Right. Whoever's watching this uh, in the future on YouTube, just check out all the clips. There's plenty of clips. All right. There's plenty of clips there. But it, it, this is an amazing one. Love the fit. You rocked it perfectly. All right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's the first one though. All right. First one, pretty easy. Not too bad. Not too bad. The second one here. Um, you know, it's, it's something that I think we just got to oh. digest. It's something. Oh we, no, we, I don't know what this one is. <laughs> it's 27 seconds long. We'll take a <laughs> listen. And you know what? I, I, maybe I will have a scenario role play scenario here. I'll have to ask you about, but okay. Oh, of course. 20 seconds, uh, 27 seconds long. Let's give it a listen. Hey, yo, babe, we got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta talk, so you you feel me? I'm just not feeling it anymore. <laughs> I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> you, to say. you can talk to the fucking sword, baby. <laughs> you can talk to my fucking sword if you don't wanna if you don't wanna end this peacefully. I'm so confused. Is this a breakup or are you threatening me? Or like is sword euphemism for something? I don't know what's going on here, Demetrius. I need you. I need you to explain this to me. Why you thought coming so, uh, out with this. What, what is so, going on here? So I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Please. I don't remember the whole context, <laughs> but I know I recently got the Minecraft sword. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's a funny way to work this in? And I was like, <laughs> and then somebody in chat said something to me. Probably somebody said something. Mm-hmm. Somebody that I was friends with. They were like, yo, you know, or the typical, this is, this is a newer one. But, you know, we're done both professionally and romantically. And I hit him with the AL. If you want, you can talk to the sword, not talk to me. <laughs> like, you, know, you don't talk to me anymore. You deal with the sword. You're talking with the store or sword here. What, what bits are you using? So you got this clearly. All right. This is clearly a part of your arsenal of, of, of items, costumes, whatever. What bit is the sword playing in your stream nowadays? I'm curious uh, at this. Sword's gone. It's what? back home. I uh, kind of this kind of goes into the the life story thing. But I just moved yeah. across the country a couple weeks ago. Holy! Uh, so the sword's back home still. I don't I don't have the Minecraft sword anymore, and I'm sorry to everyone, but uh, Minecraft sword is no more. No, no chance of retrieving either. It's just Mm-mm. as not is. not until at least Christmas. I'm going home for Christmas. We'll see if I bring it back. We'll okay. see. Hey, we. Yeah, I'll hold my breath. All right, January to New Year, New You. 2022 we never know all right never know I, I love this i love this though because again you're hitting us with the breakup but also uh, i don't know if it's a fight talk to the sword i guess <laughs> this is sword. this is every breakup in the mc universe romantically and and <laughs> professionally apparently you're right i could see this now i see this clear as day i love it though i love it i also this whole thing you just you play this out perfectly, all right? You play this out perfectly. I love that, all right? That's second clip. Easy, easy, all right? This third clip, last clip here, is your most famous clip, all right? It oh, is no. a moment that 
uh, I think will will stay with you for as long as you do this journey in content creation and even beyond. It's I know such exactly a cool what it is. moment. It's not bad. Hey, it's not bad. I all know right? exactly what it is. And it's right here. And and we'll talk about this. I'll let the clip explain itself and I'll have you tell me about this clip. Tell me about this moment and how this felt in terms of uh, of, of your journey um, throughout Twitch and through all these years. All right. It's a uh, 29 seconds long. Let's give that a listen. Yo, uh, Holly, Holly Ash. Uh, yo, what's up? What's up? Wait, what? 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 Huh? Hello? What? There's no way. Wait. Wait. Yo, what the what? Welcome, everybody. What the? Hello, and welcome to the stream, everybody. What? <laughs> Four months ago, this occurred. Mm -hmm. What happened in this clip? So, four months ago, I was casually just playing some some hardcore minecraft we made a new world mm -hmm. and uh so i i said that i'd get cat ears for a stream goal and that i'd wear them for like channel points or whatever and somebody was like redeemed cat ears so you know i took i took the ears okay Ooh. and i put them i put them on yeah by the by the way color coordinated ear. Uh, i have them on backwards i'm very smart oh uh, of course. Color, color coordinated ears beautiful beautiful my clothing right now but uh mm -hmm. so basically what happened was uh I was playing, and then uh, this was during the time where Minecraft streamers were getting followed a lot more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And so I assumed I was getting followed because I just got follower, 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 and I was like, what the heck? And then you see one person in chat before everyone else just say Dream Raid. I'm like, haha, funny joke, good one. And I just sat there, and then it started flowing in and in, and I just, I had no idea what had happened. Yeah. I had no idea, and I was just shocked until somebody... Somebody sent me a clip. I don't know where the clip is currently, mm -hmm. but basically the clip was of the Dream podcast. He was doing a podcast on his uh, merch Discord, and he basically was just looking for someone to raid at the end of it. He was like, hmm, this guy's playing hardcore Minecraft, and he's wearing cat ears. So the cat ears were the thing that wow. solidified the raid. And mm -hmm. ever since then, I have been a cat boy. I, I only have two pairs with me right here, but... Mm -hmm. I have like six or seven pairs of cat ears now, and it was not something that I never thought would have become my brand. Like that wasn't wasn't a part of the plan. Like I said, it was literally <laughs> just for the just for the the channel point yeah. awards sub goal type thing. And then now that's just that's just me now. People mm -hmm. just know me as a cat boy, and do I mind? No. Yeah. But that's me now. It's the go to. Well, once once a moment like that is created, you got to hold on to the bit. There, it's it's mm -hmm. it's good mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, when you were getting raided, when you recognized that it was a dream raid and all this attention, all this was on you, how did that feel? I mean, you're going from talking to your community to now en engulfing X amount of people. I can't even fathom mm -hmm. how many people came through. But uh, tell me how that adjustment was for you at that very moment in time. Uh, at the very moment in time, it was very overwhelming. Yeah. I ended up crying. And calling my mother because they were like, yeah, call your mom, call your mom, call your mom. And so I called my mom and talked to her. But then as soon as I called, like it was very overwhelming, not because of the amount of people, but just because I never expected it to happen. Mm. Everyone was like, you're really natural at this because I was reading so, so many comments mm -hmm. because I, I'm just naturally a fast reader. And like I said, I always focus on chat. I was just reading comments and comments and just going through answering questions, et cetera, et cetera. And people were 
really surprised at how well I handled the actual amount of people there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that overall, the like aftermath of it went really well, but um, it was so overwhelming just trying to trying to get over the fact that it actually happened and it wasn't just like imagined or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Let's let's but create let, let, good. let's create a moment right here, Demetrius. Let's yeah. create a moment here. All right. Say I was dream. What would you nope. say to Dream in regards to this moment for you? Have you ever gotten to talk to Dream regarding this, or is this just a thing that uh, happened? Before I you that? since he, he followed me on Twitter, mm -hmm. I shot him a DM. I have no idea if he saw it because I know man gets many DMs, yeah. but I did shoot him a DM. Uh, but like literally the like the least I could say is just a proper thank you because he uh because you know he helped get me to a point where I would have never thought that I would have, you know, that I would have been been at mm -hmm. like or at least not for a long time cuz like as I've been doing it for a long time at this point and you know, I don't mind like where I got to before like beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. But it was just like such an astronomical boost that I wouldn't have any like proper words to say besides thank you cuz it's like in general, a lot of people view other creators as more than people and yeah. I don't want to treat him like you know, like he's not another person. Cause that's like something that I've learned as a creator. I just want people to, you know, treat me like another, another person, just talk to me normal, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, just give a proper thank you and all that sort of stuff would probably just be what I would do because, you know, it, it, it kind of like, I understand why, because obviously, you know, there's thousands of eyes on each person each time they stream, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, sometimes you just want to be seen as a person. You just want to, able to talk and hang out like normal you don't want to be viewed as you know some some large influencer at all times you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. definitely definitely uh a thank you goes a long way there perfect all right so that's all the clips all right demetrius it's as easy as that that's all the clips that being said as much as i love Twitch, I also love Twitter. There's always so much going on on Twitter. It's the city that never sleeps. So uh, that being said, I have three of your tweets here that I would love to discuss with you about, all right? Again, perfect. I hope perfect. one of them is one that's in my mind. I hope so. I, we'll see. I don't know. I just I freestyle this, all right? First one, you wrote this September 27, 2021 at 12.43 p.m., all right? The Kraken News. Yeah, and it says... Uh, stop asking me to bark. It's not happening. What is this? Is lunchtime? All right. This is time where we're having sandwiches and chips and whatever. Who is asking you to bark? And one moment before we do, let's hear what this video beneath it says. Oh, Jesus. That's so loud. That's so loud. All right. So, what's going on here in this, oh, uh, in this tweet? I won't even be reading that that uh, that fifth word there. I, I won't I won't say it. You can ask the the people. There's some people from my community in chat. All of them want me to do said thing, and I will not. I am a cat boy. I am not a dog boy. I will not let you clip me making said noise. And no, it's just not happening. They, they're trying so hard to Why? get me to do that. Why? Because no, I will never. I will never betray my. My calling of being a cat. I see. So it's purely the brand. You want to stay on brand kind of I'm thing. I'm staying on brand. Perfect. All right. Fair play. Fair play. I, I never understood this. I was like, why is your community so against it right now? They want you to. So do you meow? Is that the game? Like, what I, is. I do indeed meow sometimes. Okay. Okay. 
and there's there's no way around it. There is not a single mm-hmm. bark. There's no you are staying purely on pace as Catboy. I, I gave them I gave them a few very borderline impossible goals that if we somehow reach one, I will do said thing. But until that happens, it's not happening. Okay. Hey, so. you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, yes, it, it is possible. But those goals are lofty. Those goals are they're mm-hmm. uh, above and beyond, all right? Fair play, fair play, all right? This second one here, second tweet, was created September 3rd, 2021 at 12.25 p.m. It looks like a lot of your greatest ideas happen here at noon uh, around this time. And it's, it's a hot take here, but I believe in it as well. I love it. I love this kind of take. Because I think us uh, creators and streamers, we need to stick together on this kind of stuff. And it says, just wanted to remind people that if a streamer wants to ban you from their chat, they can. They don't need a reason. If it's their own stream, it's up to them. I've had people say I can't ban them because they did nothing wrong. No, it's up to the streamer. Thanks for reading. So many times, Demetrius, uh, content creators, streamers constantly kind of give in. And they're always trying to appease and make everyone happy without setting their own boundaries. Tell me what this tweet was for you. Uh, what does this mean for you making these kind of shots? So I've had people like come to my stream as well as some of my friend's streams mm-hmm. that have, you know, been in other of our friend's streams saying, you know, very just out of pocket things that shouldn't be said on Twitch or, you know, probably just the Internet in general. And so we remove them from our chat beforehand so then we don't have to deal with them ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then in that case, they will, you know, come create alternate accounts or message you on Discord, mm-hmm. message my mods and be like, you can't, you can't ban me. I didn't break any rule in chat. That's not how it works. It's my stream. If I don't feel comfortable with you being here, then I don't have to have you here. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. If I don't want you there, if any streamer doesn't want you in their chat, they don't have to have you there. Okay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, obviously they... Like, that is still also something I feel like needs to be dealt with in private, like, at the same point. Because some people, I, I've seen it handled poorly, like, you know, where people will directly tweet at people, et cetera, et cetera, which yeah. I, don't, I don't think is, is cool either, because nobody should be, like, fully put on blast. But at the same point, people need to realize that streamers have boundaries, too. If they don't want you in their chat, they won't have you in their chat. I 1,000% I agree. I don't know what it is about. Maybe it's a generation thing. Maybe it's just scared that you're going to lose a lot of people or whatever. But it's first and foremost, you got to take care of your own mental and your space. And when people, I mean, the fact that, and I, I've seen it uh, happen before, and it's happened to me myself, where people will create alternate accounts after yep. banning to reach out to you, that is now next level harassment. That's stock. Mm-hmm. energy and who would and that makes our point as clear as day as to why you were banned in the first mm-hmm. place um to to be coming out that aggressively so I, I i love this take i don't think enough streamers take strong uh stances like this i think everyone's a little bit too it's not even nice i don't even know what the word is but it's not it's a little bit uh too uh, i guess they're tiptoeing around their I'd own say fearful I'd yeah. say fearful would be, a, would be a good word because uh, uh, even before making this, because I, I was kind of scared about the tweet in general, but mm. the fact that like, because you do lose people in that aspect, because, you yeah. know, some people will view you as like, oh, you know, because I, I love everyone that's in my chat, you know, all the people that view me as a comfort creator and everything like that. But, you know, sometimes people are like, wow, you're not just super calm. You're just you're mean. And I'm like, you know, and that can be scary to some people because you know taking a hit to any sort of number as a content creator of any sort just 
just feels bad. Like it yeah. doesn't doesn't matter how big or how small the number hit is. Just like that's just one thing that being a content creator, even if you don't intentionally focus on the numbers, numbers will always be what you know what you revolve around as a content creator. Mm-hmm. It kind of is just how it works. And so taking that hit makes people afraid, and yeah. it's it's hard because I was fearful, but you know sometimes you just gotta you just gotta put your foot down when it's affecting you more than taking a hit will. Exactly. So. Exactly. It's it's for the greater good. So it's it that's a momentary loss for hopefully a, a future benefit, a future gain. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love exactly. that. Exactly. And I think that same attitude should go with content. It should go with a lot of stuff. Don't don't fear change or fear taking risks with what you do, um, especially if it helps you and 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 allows you to be better and and be more sustainable in all this because i think that's the biggest uh, part of twitch and content creation it's it's not just what you're producing but it's showing up and how can you show up if these are the the um the the work situations that we're, we're in. exactly so i feel that one more tweet here one more tweet and this one's much more serious all right this one is more about you in the present this one was written a couple months ago august 28th 2021 at 3:23 p.m. and you wrote essentially a twit longer mental health and how are you doing you personally mm-hmm. and i have it here all right and i read it through and <clears throat> i guess uh, let me open it up for you what was this twit longer for you to write i you know i went through quite a few of your tweets way mm-hmm. back to the day and and i always came back to this one as something i wanted to talk to you about because mm-hmm. i never have seen you written or complain about mental health or written a, a tweet longer prior so mm-hmm. seeing this was very out of character i wanted to ask of course first and foremost how are you doing right now right now i'm all right yeah i, I think like for the most part like yeah i'm always a little bit overwhelmed especially because i just moved there's things going going on in my life that you know can be kind of frustrating and like mm-hmm. just things that i'm not used to i guess more or less that kind of have me Slightly on edge, but, you know, for the most part, I'm doing better than, you know, like the way that I like to view it is because, uh, again, when we get more into the life section, you'll get, you know, you'll know more, but I'm doing better now than I was, you know, a couple of years back. And that's how I think about it to keep myself, you know, at least a little bit motivated to keep doing whatever I can, because I'm like, if I look back to myself same day last year, I'm doing better today than I was then. That's and awesome. that's how I kind of look at it. That's huge. So what got you to the point to make this to a longer here, Demetrius? So uh, one thing is I've had this glitch ever since the Dream Raid, and it sucks. I Again, I thank, I thank Dream so much, but I don't know what, what it is. But ever since that raid, mm. no matter what, uh, it, it actually started happening like a month and a half after, to be specific. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go live, I lose followers. Like, not, not while I'm offline. Not while, not while I am live. Okay. But as soon as I click the go live button, I drop a random amount of followers. And then during stream, every follow I gain, usually, not, not always, but usually removes a follow. Hmm. So despite me, uh, despite me gaining, like, uh, I, don't, I don't have the screenshots. Actually, do I? I might have them on hand. Give me one sec. Uh, I, despite me gaining followers, yeah. my numbers are down. Like just completely. And it's... Here's some of them. Here's the. Uh, I'll just send them to you here. Uh, send them to me on uh, Twitter uh, DMs. Twitter, got can. you. Yeah, got you, got you. Let me slide that through. Give me one second. No problem. And it's it's been really weird because I'm just like, of all things, mm-hmm. like you can see you can see growth technically. Like you can see the numbers should be growing, mm. but they're not. 
and it's it, and it kills your momentum and and even your want. It does because it's like, let's go with this one. This one should kind of shows it. I feel like the best out of most of them. All right. Like, let's see what we got here. Like, if you take a look, I. I'm gaining everything, right? As you can see, all the video views are my live views, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. But then no matter how many followers I gain, I'm still net negative. Like, if you, look, if you look at my dashboard at that point, I was actually net negative. Like, let's see. Where's the other one? Interesting. Or, so and it's been, it's been happening for months. Yeah. yeah, it's been happening for months. And it still isn't fixed. Like, there, there's another one which just shows that I've gained followers, right? And if you look, that's just, as you can see, I've gained probably, what, 300 followers in that time? And I've lost, what's the math, two, four, it says negative four there. But I was actually down followers from that point. And it's been really awkward, just because, uh, you know, in, in general, I don't think that I'm doing something wrong. Mm. But, you know, active subscribers, followers, et cetera, et cetera, were just randomly getting unfollowed. It didn't matter if you were active. It didn't matter if you were inactive when you made your account. Yeah. And it was just constantly unfollowing people. And it got really frustrating. And it was stressful because it's like people that, you know, pay to support me, people that are sitting there watching content, aren't getting notifications, are getting unfollowed, et cetera, et cetera. Like it didn't matter who they were. Mm -hmm. If they followed me, they had a chance of getting unfollowed. And mm -hmm. it was really frustrating because, you know, people are like, I got unfollowed. What, what happened? And I'm just like, I don't know. It was I didn't unfollow. It wasn't yeah. my choice. It just it just happened, and it got really stressful, especially because you know when you're grinding on Twitch, especially when you're pushing for partner, when you're seeing negative numbers, when you should be seeing positives, it's just demotivating, mm -hmm. and it was really really difficult for that. You mentioned here near the ending of your Twilogger mm -hmm. that there was somewhat of a vicious cycle in this. It's a catch-22, yes. if you may. Can you explain mm -hmm. to us why it's such a tricky situation than just emailing Twitch? Well, how Twitch works is, as an affiliate, you're only going to get bot responses until you hit partner. When you hit partner, you then can get a human representative to respond to you. Mm -hmm. But while... While I'm sitting there losing followers and, you know, active people lowering my view count, I can't hit the numbers for partner, which then goes back to being affiliate and being stuck. And if you tweet at them, they don't respond to tweets. It doesn't matter how much traction you get on a tweet. I don't know how far back it was, but there was a tweet I had like 3000 plus likes and a bunch of retweets and they never reached out ever. So Twitch is just sadly not very good when it comes to, you know comes to helping out creators unless you're at the partner level, which I understand because like I understand, but I don't because it's like, you know, we're still working for you. We should still have some sort of some sort of help. But I understand like obviously needing the representation for the, you know, top 0.1% or whatever it is of partners on the platform. Mm -hmm. But when there's issues that that like severe, I feel like there should be more, you know, at least some sort of even if it's just some sort of cue to get replied to by a human i just you know having it only replied by bots and or you know yeah the it's opposite it makes it rough mm -hmm. so when you took this break last question here in regards to this yep. when you took that break uh, how did you handle your mental how were you able to um justify essentially coming back and saying all right well you know this is something that's happening to me it's happening every day it's continuously happening now 
how do you show up again and just say, all right, well, I'm just going to go live and we'll what happened happened. It's really hard. But at this point, I'm like, there's two sides of the coin. I stop streaming and hope that it somehow gets fixed. Right. And my numbers drop anyways. Or I keep streaming. While at least attempting to continue to create and do what I'm doing. With a chance of it still being fixed. So it's like. I feel like taking a long break and just waiting is a bigger setback than continuing with the current setback. Yeah. Because if you're, you know, it's like, it's like the typical, you know, take two steps forward, three steps back, right? Mm -hmm. So you're still going backwards, but you're less backwards than if you were just taking three steps back only. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that. Like, I'm, I'm still taking those two steps forward, even if it's not actually getting me forward it is making me less negative than if i was to just stop and continuously take you know three steps back every day so true that's that's kind of how i view it well i'm glad that you're still you're you're still in the game you're still streaming you're not allowing this to be a defining thing you know if anything uh, i would use that to motivate you more and and to to get you to that point where Hopefully you can have that conversation if that's yeah. still relevant to you at that time when you when you do. I, you notice how I say mm -hmm. not if, but when you do get part. When. So yep. I, I of love course. that attitude. That's dope. Um, that being said, that's all the tweets. All right, all the tweets, all the clips. It's all the embarrassing parts. That's the hardest part of the show. I would say easily the hardest part of the show. Um, I'm gonna ask you a few more introspective questions of your time here on Twitch, and then mm -hmm. we'll move on to the life story. Uh, first and foremost. Uh, Demetrius, what have you learned about yourself through streaming? Uh, what have I learned about myself? There's, there's a couple things. Like I said, I, I always knew that I had like some sort of performing anxiety, social anxiety, like mm -hmm. multiple things. But I've realized that when there's people that I can like see that I'm making a positive impact on, those negatives about me, like when I'm doing something positive, the negatives about me just kind of hide i guess if that makes sense i'm able to show and do more as long as i'm doing what i actually set my mind to which as i said in the beginning was to make a community try to make people's days better so you know i learned that i'm able to do what i set my mind to even when stuff gets difficult basically because my anxiety in real life i can't talk to i can't talk to a single person people are like you you can't talk to someone on the phone no nope. mm -hmm. but but you know i'll sit here and i'll stream to however many people every day I'll see my face, I'll talk, I'll read chat. But as soon as, you know, as soon as it's off that, I'm just like, huh? Oh, you wanted me to do that? Nope, not, yeah. no, you can, you can handle it. <laughs> I'm you good. got this. Yeah. That's, <laughs> all you. that's all you, that's all you. Exactly. What, what do you think it is about yourself that, that that's the case, you know, where in IRL, you're in, it sounds like more of an introvert and someone that keeps to themselves. And then when you press that gold live button and the lights are on, this new person shows up and suddenly it doesn't matter how many people are watching you, you are able to entertain and engage. Why do you think that's the case? It's just being able to make people happy. Like, it really is that case. Like, you know, I don't hang out with a ton of people. So, you know, I'm not sitting there. I'm not, I'm not performing. You know, as, as a streamer, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm here as a community, but I'm also an entertainer. Like, people don't realize that. That, that is something, technically, we are entertainers. That's, you know, we're providing entertainment of some sort. Mm -hmm. And, you know, since I've always wanted to entertain, I can kind of just be my true, who I, who I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, not who I'm kind of stuck in this little shell. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of out of the shell during the stream. Whether I go back in, you know, like, I view myself as a turtle. I'm tucking my head out, 
I'm pulling it out for the stream, and then I'm tugging it back in right after. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm able to, I'm able to do everything yeah. that I want, you know, make people happy, or you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. But as soon as that's over, I'm like, yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll go back into my yeah. shell. See I'm you chilling. later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you and can catch me on Twitter. Favorite. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I like that. Um, how would you describe your streaming style, Demetrius? How would you describe your streaming style? Uh, I'd. The way that I actually describe my streams, because a lot of people ask me, they're like, oh, are you a Minecraft streamer? I'm like, yeah. well, technically, yeah. Technically, yes. But how I view myself is I'm a just chatting streamer that just has gameplay in the background. That's really all I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, the gameplay is just a cherry on top. Even though I'd like to say I'm usually pretty decent at the games that I play. I'm usually, I'm usually pretty good. But that's not what I focus on. Like I said, I just like to chat. I like to talk. I like to read, read chat and participate in whatever's happening, you know. Whatever that is, I'd rather that than, you know, just focusing on doing well in my game. Unless there's some sort of challenge or something on the line, you're going to catch me reading chat way more than focusing on the game. Just so, shine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. What <clears throat> Do you plan out your streams? Do you plan out what you're going to do or even talk about? Is Lately, it just all no. freestyle? No. It's mostly freestyle right now. I want to do some more planned stuff. I feel like doing more planned stuff would be cool and allow for bigger, you know, bigger, better stream ideas when they're mm -hmm. planned. Mm -hmm. But... I also kind of just like freestyling because then just whatever pops to mind just pops up. Somebody says something in chat, we shotgun off of it. We just go and we just yeah. keep it up and then we just bounce off of ideas and people just kind of get, you know, everybody gets a chance to have like a little idea heard in stream and then we just do that. What was the last thing you freestyled on your stream? What was mm -hmm. one thing that happened in your chat that you just bounced off and that took you off to a whole other direction? Uh, I was... Uh, it wasn't necessarily in chat, but my chat hopped in on it, which kept it going. Who would win in a fight? One of every Pokemon or one billion lions? Oh, the Pokemon. That that's just not that's just not right. Are you uh, are you, you kidding know, me? What is your you know justification? How big of a number one billion is? Yeah, that's but one thousand million, bro. One Pokemon can literally hyper beam, which will take out. Are you? That's, have you ever played? Have you ever played Pokemon? How many Pokemon does hyper beam hit? I mean, it depends how many TMs you got. You know, I, I can give it to everyone. It, technically, it's a but, universal move. What's up? Yeah, but it hits one person, and then you have to recharge. It, it can only That's target fair. a single Pokemon. And then if you think about people are like Arceus, god of Pokemon. Guess what? Arceus lost in the movie to some cement. Yeah? I mean, cement. but you're having all the Pokemon work together. It's a unity thing, all right? That, you think all Pokemon are actually going to work together? Have you, you think you a million how, lions how are going to work together? Yes, they are. You are you yes. are out of pocket with that bro, shit. Why? Bro, have you ever have you ever seen have you ever seen the Lion King, bro? Everybody yes. except for Scar. Yes. Except for Scar, bro. <laughs> I will go to my Everybody local zoo him, right now and prove you wrong. <laughs> I will go to my fucking local zoo. I will videotape the two lions. You have a billion you have a billion lions at your local zoo? <laughs> no, I got like five, but like they're That's chilling. Not enough. <laughs> the, the billion the billions but, are gonna know. But what Dude. I'm saying what I'm saying is, dude, have you ever seen a lion ladder? What? Have you ever seen a lion ladder? No. What is that? Terrifying. What is the a lion stack on top of each other to reach higher things? How often? The flying is that? Pokemon aren't psychic. You have psychic Pokemon. How about that? We literally have ghosts. Pokemon, guess what? Yeah, ghosts. How are ghosts gonna hit a normal type? How are the lions are Pokemon? How do they hit? How do they hit them? Lions have bite. A ghost a dark can type. learn flamethrower. I think. I don't know. We'll figure it, it depends out. On, depends on the ghost. This but, is this, yo, is, this is the thing. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. So think about this. Pokemon, the game. Yeah. This is all Pokemon. No, no trainers. There's no trainers. The okay. Pokemon are working on their own. Okay. Okay. And um, 
Pokemon have PP, power points. Mm -hmm. What happens when they run out of power points? They struggle, struggle. and kill themselves. Yes. Well, well, okay. And so, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That is what happens. And uh, without Pokemon centers, since there are no trainers, mm -hmm. how are the Pokemon to get their power points back? What about the ones that have uh, fortified armor that doesn't allow not recoil damage? That doesn't happen with Struggle. Struggle does damage to all. Oh Struggle God. also deals damage to ghost types if you wanted to get into that, but that doesn't matter. Uh, so, this is ridiculous. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's about 900 Pokemon. Yeah. You know how many lions every Pokemon would have to kill? Uh, it, it would take a lot. It would take a lot of them to... And to do you think... Okay, so it's 1,111,111.1 mm -hmm. repeating. Do you think that a Caterpie is beating over a million lions? Do you I think, think I... one Caterpie is beating over a million? Or a Metapod? Or a Goldeen? Or a Magikarp? But like, it, it, it's offset with some of the other Pokemon that I think that could beat a, bill, a million. Like, I think a Squirrel can beat a sizable amount of lions. A Squirtle could maybe could maybe beat ten, <laughs> maybe. Where did you get that number from your head? Let me yeah. ask that. Wait, Dude, what, what math what did is, you do? What does a Squirtle do? What does a Squirtle do? Shoots uh, water. You think that lions water. don't deal with water? No, no. Lions live around water this whole time. Lions can swim. Uh, you know, a tackle even would be a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Tackle. I that, that, nah, the lion's biting that turtle, dude. That's all I'm saying. Not with the shell. Not with hard. That, that, the shell's gone with a billion lions. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this uh, the show's completely lost at this point. Now <laughs> it comes back and forth. So you've you've justified that that is the case within your community. Was it universal vote with your community? Everyone who oh, believed no, it. My, most most of my community still thinks that the that the Pokemon would win, and they're just all wrong. Wow, I you know. but a billion's a big number, so I stand by my, and I will stand by my. My opinion. I, I hope you do. I hope you do. All right, Demetrius. That one is, uh, that's the hottest take we're going to hear tonight, apparently. Um, this next question I have for you, all right? If I asked your community, speaking of them, who you are, and I had no idea prior, what do you think they would say to me? You can give me both the honest and the troll answer, because I know they always got jokes. So give so, me both. So the troll answer would be Catboy with a huge dump truck. <laughs> okay. That, right. that would be the troll answer. And most of the people would probably just say that I'm that I'm really chill. I just I'm chill. I talk and I try to interact with everyone kind of mm -hmm. thing. You know, like I just I just like they'd probably just describe me as like I said, a lot of people just call me a comfort creator because I just, you know, sit there. I chill and I talk and I try to read everyone, make sure everyone's hurt. I feel so. that. I feel that. What is it with every creator and the ma wanting to have the biggest dumb truck it down? I don't understand. Dude, What's up? It's not it's not that I want to. It's just that I was blessed with it. Okay. Yeah. I have to. I have to roll with what I was given. <laughs> like I can't just. I can't just hand it away. Like that's not how it works. You were given the assets. No pun intended. All right. So exactly. It's just, you have to run it. You have to run it. I feel mm -hmm. it. Let's flip the question around, though. All right. If I showed up in your chat, I said, Demetrius, tell me about the lovely faces that are surrounding my name here in your community. What would you say of them? Uh, do you want the honest answer or the? The, the the nice answer. Give me both. Give me the troll and the the nice one. I feel so, like so so the honest answer is the fact that they're all down bad. My community is filled with people that are down bad. Love you guys lots, but you guys are down astronomical. I I'm just being honest. How so? I, what was something that I, that was an indicator? No no we don't we don't get into what they say on Twitter. I've just seen their twitters and it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And that's coming from somebody who says that they will do things with people's mothers on Twitter. And they 
they they outclass me by multiple stages. Holy! What? And uh, mm -hmm. the other answer is very supportive community, always there for the most part because they are they are always there. They are always here, and you know they always try to interact and be nice, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but they're they're down bad. Like they're they're nice, but they're down bad. Like right. they're the sweetest people ever. Mm -hmm. But oh, down bad. <laughs> it, what is the safest one you can say that you saw? You don't got to name a name. What was uh, something you saw in your timeline? You're like, Jesus, what am I looking at here? What is this? Uh, so I uh, here, here's the thing: to steal tweets just because it's fun. Oh. I like to steal my timeline's tweets and make fun of them for it. Mm -hmm. So here's one that I stole. I, I think it was I'd let Sapnap punch me in the face. Sapnap being another Minecraft creator, <laughs> and I. Exactly what it was was Sapnap punched me in the face and I thank you. I think was their uh, was their exact wording, but you know, yep. Sapnap. Well, okay. I mean, you're you're breaking up a little bit, but oh, oh no, you're telling me yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit hazy here and there. But you're telling me this. You're telling me you saw on your timeline someone say Sapnap punched me in the face, and what was their response? Oh, oh they, though they said it. I'd let Sapnap punch me in the face and I'd say thank you. I think it's what theirs was. Oh my god. <laughs> so I, you know, I just, I knew it was too much. Stole the tweet and I just had to, I had to ratio them with their own tweet. Yeah. And to show them what was up. Yes, you're right. Absolute freaks, man. Absolute freaks. That's freak <laughs> behavior. I don't know, but you know what? Also here for it. I enjoy that energy. I enjoy that energy every now and then. It's, it's very Squid Game-esque. I'm here to be entertained. Mm. I'm not here to be in the game itself. Um, indeed, indeed. Let's uh let me ask one question, one last question before we get into your life story, and it's this. How has your community helped you in a way that they aren't aware of? How has your community helped you in a way that they aren't aware of? Um, in general, this we'll we'll get deeper into things, but I've struggled with mental health since I was really young. Mm. And my chat doesn't realize like just them, you know, coming there, being nice, you know, compliments, everything like that just kind of reminds me that, you know. That I belong, you know, I'm not just, I'm not just an extra, I'm, you know, the main character of my own story. I'm here for a reason. And so, they really do help to boost me up in that way, without them even knowing, because it's just like, you know, I'll reply to them and say stupid stuff, you know, like, somebody will be like, oh my gosh, blah, 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 you look so good here, and I'm like, you're down bad. And they're just like, <laughs> what? And I was like, I, that's just how I, that's just how I respond. That's yeah. just how I respond. I can't actually just acknowledge you and let you guys know how... How much you guys impact me? That's not how this works. <laughs> so you, you you get to be called down bad. You cover up the emotion with humor. You covering up your of your course. takes with just like oh, of course. They're like, hey, Demetrius, really appreciate your stream. You made it such a cool community. This and that. And you're like, yeah, well, you're horny as fuck. You, you're, you're like, you're, hey, you're lucky. You're lucky that uh that that I'm not calling you out today for being down bad, huh? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what I think. You're just lucky. You can't just accept the nice words. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. No, honestly, because it gets kind of like, especially with some past shit, you get a little uncomfortable with that. You got you have your guards up. And so you're kind of just, you know, it's mm -hmm. not something you're accustomed with. So you have to like almost change it to something so informal so or not about mm -hmm. you. So then you can kind of accept it later yep. in private. I feel that. I, I, see, I, I, I hear you loud and clear there. I feel that a lot. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love it. Thanks so much for sharing that. And, and we will cover that in the next segment. That being said, that's the first part of the show. Again, it's a breeze. It's a, it's a, it's a walk in the park, all right? It was a walk in the park. Uh, Demetrius, do you need to use the restroom or get any water at all or anything? I, I Got set up, water. We're chilling. You're good to go. I'm I good. set up three bathroom breaks. So this is one. I'll be I'm right good. back. 
Go um, for it. The chat is yours. Give me about a minute or two, all right? What's up, chat? You already know. It's been a minute since I streamed last, but we're here. Mom's the host. What's up? What's good, everybody? <laughs> What's up? What's up, Julie? Nin? What's up, Sinia? What's up, SGB? How you doing? Hope you're having a good day slash night. Love you too, Sinia. You're very cool. What's up, Tears? How you doing? Azza, what's up? Hi, Venus. Hey, bestie. What's up, Nin? I saw Jazz here too. What's up, Jazz? If you're still here. Don't worry. I wasn't going to call you out in specific. Hi, Jazz. I, I couldn't call you out in specific. Don't worry. What's up, Finn? Yeah, don't worry. I, I'm just calling you guys down bad. I'm not going to call you guys exa out exactly. No, thank you, Chloe. I appreciate it. I have, like I said, I have like eight pairs. Should I? No, I didn't. Should I go grab the rest of my cat ears chat? Like, you guys get to choose. Do I go grab my other pairs while we wait for, while we wait for him to get back? Should I just wear them all at once? Should I wear them all? Okay, I'll go grab them all. Give me a second. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Don't worry. Uh, so, uh, I didn't do anything, I swear. It's not what it looks what like. What happened? Where'd you go? It's a, 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 a chat, chat request, don't worry. All right, go ahead. Hey, let's see it. Oh, double, triple? What is this? Tri okay, f I thought you said you only had two. No, I said, I said I had two with me. I had to go grab them. That's, that, was, that was the chat request. Let's go grab them all. How many do you have? And I have one more that I lost. I don't know where I put them, but I. Oh my gosh! I've seen you do your photo shoot with these. All right, I saw yeah. that on Twitter. All right, that was one that I I thought about pulling out, but I didn't know what conversation we could talk about that. But holy, how many are you? This is something you've just invested in. You're constantly going to have different ones that match your fit, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that what that's the perfect part. Is I have ones that that match fits. Mm -hmm. I no. every single fit at this point, not every fit, but. Every fit for my like, because we have a selfie day. We do that. Every mm -hmm. single fit has has a different pair of ears to go with it. I like specifically it. Uh, this one. This one's a one that you. I feel like you'd like to hear about these ones. Mm -hmm. The made outfit, black and white. Oh boy, that's just classy. Mm -hmm. All right, that's just classy that's just right classy. there. Do you have yeah. any for the holidays? Are you gonna make some thematic ones? Or are you just gonna get ones that like match the fit there too? Uh, I'm I'm honestly deciding since I'm doing, uh. So I'll probably get some for, I'll try to find some that would be good for Christmas, but mm -hmm. for Halloween, since I'm planning on doing the Attack on Titan cosplay, I don't know if I'll add the, the cat ears. If I do, it'll probably just be the, the classic black and pink because everyone's like, they match your, they match your hair. So mm -hmm. I might just, might just rock those if I decide to turn myself into a Catboy Attack on Titan character, you know, so there you I'll go. probably do a vote on Twitter. Let them decide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put up that poll. Put up the poll. We'll see what of happens. Course. We'll see what happens. That being said, all right, Demetrius, we are going into the heart of the show here, and it's the life story. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to tell uh, all those that are watching live here on Twitch and the future on YouTube, as well as yourself, too, the guest, uh, this. And it's the fact that any individual that's willing to share their story to anyone, whether it be a content creation, anybody, um, should be respected and honored. Uh, this is not a place of judgment. This is not uh, an interrogation or any of that. I am here to hear you out. And so 
the thing about this is, though, uh, part of my job is to ask you questions and to clarify anything that may be too vague or or, or maybe uh, that I personally may be confused at. Um, if there are any questions, any topics that go too far, feel free to give me a non-answer, a vague answer, or don't even answer at all. Just ask me to move on, and we've I've got that completely covered. All right? Um, Sounds good to me. You control this part of the show. Sounds good. All right. So the first question, uh, as always, we're going to start off here uh, with kind of your, your family life as well as your upbringing, all right? Uh, without doxing yourself, uh, if you can give a general city, state, location, whatever it may be, um, where were you born and raised? Uh, easiest way to say it, just because I have a friend who still isn't, like, located. We were, we were uh, you know, we were locals. We hung out, IRLs. Uh, but, you know, Midwest, Midwest area. Midwest. Uh, easiest place to put it, you know. Mm-hmm. Super, for the, for the most part, a pretty decently diverse area. Nice. For the most part. Not, not awful, not great, but, like, you know, enough diversity that I didn't feel like I was just an outcast or anything. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was a... Uh, pretty it was an all right area i don't you know I, i'd go back there i i would definitely go back there mm-hmm. so uh any siblings <laughs> funny fun funny question uh i have three brothers three sisters i have three older brothers one older sister two younger sisters being i believe 30 28 27 mm-hmm. and then the other one would be 23 turning or just turned 20 and then 15 i think would be the ages holy and then i'm 22 so. wow so tell me you are smack dab in the middle there how mm-hmm. is the dynamic in a family of is it six seven six total uh six yeah six, six and then i'm yeah so basically it's just really interesting lots of fighting lots of fighting because you know limited limited resources to be consumed at once Mm-hmm. But many people that want to consume said resources, so, you know, having to take turns with like the TV or, you know, whatever this or that. It resulted in a lot of arguments and situations of that sort. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like, for the most part, you never really felt alone because there's always people in the house, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you specifically wanted to separate yourself, you never felt alone because yeah. there were so many people always around. And uh, so, so it was it was pretty good for the most part. Like it was, it was a little, uh, it was a, it was a little intense at times, but it was, it was an interesting dynamic. I can say that I know not everyone can have the exact same dynamic that we had. So, uh, are you close with your siblings? So I wasn't super close with them up until probably about a year or two ago. Like we, we like kind of talked. I was kind of semi close to my two year younger sister because you know we were so close in age, mm-hmm. and so we did a lot of things together. But besides that, I wasn't really close to anyone up until the last few years. Like, like I said, I always wanted to be like my oldest brother. He uh, he got he got me into games. He got me into like a lot of the things that I do now: watching anime, playing video games. Yeah, you know the way I used to dress. Except for now, I've just kind of you know I finally found my own you know my own style you know what i mean but mm-hmm. you know back then it was he was my biggest inspiration he was my biggest role model so i just wow. kind of looked up to him and and you know in the last few years like because we were we were really close when i was really young and then probably from when i was like 10 11 12 up until i was probably about 20 mm-hmm. we weren't very close at all anymore and then now these last years 21 22 i've gotten closer with all my siblings i guess just because mm-hmm. the fact that we all realized now we're we're all grown, 
right? Like, or not all of us, but most of us are grown because I still have a 15 year old sister, but you know, we're all grown. We're all out on our own. Uh, one of my brothers has a kid, one of my, or two of my sisters have kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, uh, obviously I moved out of, out of state. Uh, my oldest brother moved out of state. My mom moved out of state, you know, like we're all going everywhere mm-hmm. and we all realize that we're all actually adults now. So guess what? We've, you know, whenever we get the chance to hang out, we do whenever we, you know, whenever we go out, we take some pictures, like, you know, stuff that as a kid, you're just kind of like, do we really have to take pictures? You know? We really have to sit here and talk. I want to go play video. It's like now that that's the time that's cherished because we don't have all the time in the world since now we're all busy adults. Like yeah. we all have stuff to do. Yeah. And so the time is a lot more special. You are speaking so many facts right now. And, and I love it because I think, you know, the demographic of Twitch and YouTube is fairly young. And so mm-hmm. they are in the thick of, you know, I got to take photos of my family. I got to do this vacation, mm-hmm. this and that. But when you realize that time is ticking, everyone's moving, it, it doesn't oh. stop for anyone. So to cherish those, you know, like you said, you're going to go see your, your family or you're going back home for the holidays. You yep. know, that is going to be an awesome time. And of course, you know, I, I think also distance makes the heart grow fonder. So mm-hmm. you're able to have your space where you're at. Um, and, and there's only and, and you know, I'll, I'll, let me ask you this. It's one of those things where when your family, it's like, all right, I could take it for X amount of time. And then I need, I need some time. I need some time again for myself. I, I love that. I love that. That's awesome though. That's awesome. Um, how about your parents, Demetrius? Tell me about your, your relationship with your parents. So I've always been closer to my mom. My parents are actually divorced. They've Mm -hmm. been divorced since I was a, a really small kid, probably like three or four at the latest. So it's. It's been a long time. It's been basically my whole life. And I've always been closer to my mom because my mom's always been the more relaxed parent, kind of just the, hey, if you do this, you're going to, you know, you're going to have to learn your way, right? My dad was kind of always just like, you do it my way or you don't do it at all. Hmm. So I always kind of hung out with my mom because my mom was like, you know, if like, for example, I, as I told you, I balanced, I balanced school around streaming, not streaming around school. Yeah. And my mom's like, if you want to stay up till 3 a.m. and do your video game stuff, that's on you. You're going to be tired when you go to school. And I, you know, I was like, that's cool with me. As long as I get to do what I want, I don't mind being a little bit more tired. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with my dad, he's like, you're in bed at 10 p.m. at the latest. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, stuff like that, it makes you gravitate towards one parent, which kind of, you know, kind of sucks. Because yeah. it's like, in general, now I'm, I'm a lot closer with both. But, uh, you know, it was like my mom was more willing to let me do stuff that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. While my dad was kind of just like, do what he wants to do, you know, mm-hmm. or what he wants me to do. And so it made it more difficult. But like I said, you know, as I grew older, like I understand that he just wants what's best for me. And it's not that he is necessarily trying to control my life, but he's trying to make sure that I don't make, you know, for example, like if he made dumb decisions when he was a kid, he doesn't want me to make the same decision, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, you know, that kind of stuff. So I understand exactly where he's coming from. But, you know, growing up, it just, made it a lot, you know, it, it made it so I got a lot closer with my mom, even yeah. though, even if things weren't like necessarily as like financially good with my mom, like things were rougher with my mom for sure. But I still enjoy the time there a lot more than, you know, at least as a kid growing up. Now I just yeah. value the time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you had more independence and more freedom, mm-hmm. it sounds like. And that, that meant the world to you, even if it had sacrificed, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, sleep or some inconvenience of that sort. Uh, mm-hmm tell me this and i know we're kind of going back and forth but i am out of curiosity with you telling 
a little bit about your your parents. How did both of them individually react to you choosing this this uh, vocation of content creation? My mom was extremely supportive. She was just like, so what, like just, you know, kind of explain to me what content creation is. And yeah. she just kind of, you know, sat there and listened and wanted, you know, she wanted to learn more and she supported me every step of the way. Well, my dad was, my dad's pretty typical, you know, are you sure that can be a real job? Mm-hmm. You should go get a real job. And kind of sucked up until literally after the dream raid, when I said I was taking it full time, he was just kind of very iffy on it. And it really sucked because obviously it's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. So of course I wanted it to be able to, you know, be supported by both my parents. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my dad, like I said, up until that point, wasn't very supportive. Well, my mom was kind of just like, do it. Yeah, totally. That's what you want to do. Yeah. So how about the move? The move. My mom was really, really supportive. My dad kind of was a so it's a really awkward situation actually. Because hmm. my dad, like I said, he's even though I'm an adult, he's still very hesitant still you know like he's still very protective of me so i didn't even tell him until a few days before i left and so it sucked i felt bad i felt bad but i knew that if i if i told him beforehand he'd sit there and be like why are you moving why is this blah 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 you know exact situation this this that yeah and i love him to death don't get me wrong but you know Mm -hmm. at certain points it's like i just want to i just want to be an adult i want to i want to make a decision you know yeah. Without being questioned for hours. You got to make a call at some mm-hmm. point in your life of where you're going, what you want to do with your life. Um, exactly. Because, I mean, while while it sounds like your dad has all the great intentions a parent does mm-hmm. in terms of not wanting you to struggle and make mistakes similar yep. to him, you also have to live your own life and, and find yeah, out exactly. what your path looks like, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And that's that sounds like the call. Holy. So when, to, if, if I may ask, that conversation, yeah. when you did tell your dad days prior to you leaving... What was his reaction? What happened? It was, it was really like I felt so bad. I felt awful. So, because uh, my dad and part of the reason it wasn't just that. The other reason I didn't tell him was because so his girlfriend, his girlfriend's father mm-hmm. passed away, oh. and they were going down to uh, Missouri. I think is where it was mm-hmm. for the funeral, and he was supposed to be down there until the day before I left. And I didn't want him to sit there concerned about me moving mm-hmm. while he was supposed to be, you know trying to be there and you know cope with with them you know their family yeah especially because i'm an adult i was like you know i don't want to take away from him mm-hmm. and so i told him or whatever and it was really unfortunate because his flight actually got delayed so he didn't even get to see me to physically say goodbye and it was oh, i was really i was really gosh. upset i was really upset because like i said you know in general it was just me trying not to be selfish because i was like i don't want him to worry about me leaving and having to cut his you know vacation short or you know this or that yeah just for me. Yeah. And, you know, when I told him, he was like, this is exactly like you, you get that from me. Cause he would have done the same thing. Like he <laughs> wouldn't have, he was like, he was like, I wouldn't have tried to take away from someone else. Like, you know, I'm an adult. I can, I can handle myself. And I was like, yeah, like, uh, you know, I had to get it from somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like, you better like, you know, it, it a big sucked, old hug during those I will holidays. when I go back. Mm-hmm. I know that that's heartbreaking. That's some TV was, shit right there. Really yeah. That hit, that hit. It was, it was it was it was really really trashy, but you know, like I said, I was like, it's time for me to be an adult, and yeah. I can't, uh, and I don't want to take away from what he's doing. You know, he's 
however old and in his early 50s now and i'm like he should be able to do what he wants to do you know he's been taking care of me for 22 years there you go and you would think with 22 years worth of lessons you know you would Mm -hmm. you would be able to 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 rock what you got to do and and be responsible with it speaking of lessons demetrius all right the next question i have is for each give me one from both your mom and your dad what is a life lesson what is something that they've taught you over time that you still apply to your life to this very day both give me one from your ma and your dad my dad just kind of always like this is one that's just always stuck in my head mm-hmm. is just surround yourself with the kind of people that you want to be like as the kind of person you want to be seen as if that makes sense like because if you're sitting there and you're hanging out with people you know doing all sorts of bad things you're you know people from the outside are going to view you as someone that does the same thing even if you don't mm-hmm. and so aligning yourself with the right the right crowd has always stuck out for my dad and it's probably helped me stay out of a lot of trouble instead of, you know, getting myself in all these situations that could have been really bad. Yeah. Just because I listened to that. And my mom, my mom always just kind of talked to me about things. Uh, this one, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was, I can't even say it was 100% her, but this has stuck with me and I'm pretty sure it was her. Cause like I said, I spent more, more time with her than anyone. Mm-hmm. And that was your mistakes and your past don't define who you become. Wow. So because people, will make stupid decisions, especially when they're young. You know, mm-hmm. they'll make, make and say dumb things. They'll do dumb things. But that doesn't mean that they can't become a good person. You know, like, you've made a dumb decision. That doesn't make you a dumb person, per se. You know, like, constantly making the same decision is what defines it. But if you made a mistake, that is different than, that is different than, you know, constantly doing said dumb thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and I think that's extremely vital in this space that you're in right now. You know, the the world will constantly try to define a creator. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Every, uh, they will try to define you, put you in a category, say this is who you are. Whereas almost part of our job in is not just creating and entertaining, but constantly defining who we are and saying this mm-hmm. is who we are, this is what we stand for, and this and that. So. Uh, your advice from your ma in regards to to you know staying true and 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 all that it's it that's so beautiful that's so that's that's almost perfect picture perfect for where you're at here in 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 on twitch on youtube on tiktok doesn't matter um but that's awesome i love that i love that a ton uh and that grace that's shown with that um we've gotten to speak about everyone there actually i have one more thing i want to ask let's hear it I have one more thing, and then I'll ask you more about yourself growing up. But uh, it's this. It's that you've mentioned it in the past where time is moving forward. You know, your family, yep. all your family, your siblings, your parents are all doing their own thing. And and life is taking us all over the world and into where we need to be. But, uh, you know, with these shows, I don't consider myself a, a content creator. I consider myself uh, someone who creates and captures uh moments like a time mm-hmm. capsule so this one is is for that uh purpose exactly my question here for you demetrius is this what is something that your family should never forget about you no matter where you go in this world whether this you know whether you stay where you're at and you're always at a state away from family or you know you move somewhere else in this world you grow as a creator you start your own thing in terms of your own family if that's something you're looking for what is something your family should be aware of you and should never forget? 
that I'm always one text or call away, no matter what the situation is. I'll like it's my goal to try to be there for the people I care about, no matter what. So if they ever need me, text or call me. Like I'm never too busy for them to, you know, to like make time for someone. Like especially if they need me, I I will you know I will make the time. Oh. I love that. I love that a ton. And I think that's something that needs to be heard, you know, from from the family. Because I think we live under such assumptions. Like, we assume that they know we love them uh, rather than telling them that. And so that, mm-hmm. that's really important. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you shared that, uh, that with us tonight. Um, that being said, we did get to talk about everyone. I want to talk about you, all right? I want to talk about you here. Who was Demetrius growing up? What was your teenage years like, Demetrius? Rough. How so? Just in general. So mm-hmm. just like, we'll start with just school in general, right? Okay. We'll just start with school. Yeah. Kind of, it literally started in kindergarten and went till I, I ended up going to online school and graduating, but I was bullied my entire life throughout school. It was rough. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. And it just, I just hated school because nothing was ever done from every single day. Every day that this kid was at school because he mm. missed some days. But every day for first or kindergarten through second grade, because that's when we went to the next school, I got punched in the face and went home with a bloody nose every single day. What? Every single day. Oh my gosh. Yep. And principal did nothing. They knew exactly who the kid was. They did nothing. Uh. It just, they just didn't do anything every single day for the first three years of my schooling life. It was rough. Mm-hmm. And then I went to, you know, the next school because we had, we had kindergarten or, you know, we had elementary then we also had an intermediate school which was actually third through fifth grade and then middle school and then high school so we went very weird intermediate school that kid ended up apologizing to me I, it was it was really random but he apologized and then some other kid took over and started being you know wow. and that just kind of went on throughout high school and mm-hmm. you know obviously going through friend groups and everything was rough because i never truly i guess found my own friend group just because of the kind of person i am mm-hmm. i'm you know most of the time people will, you know, align themselves in a specific place. You know, they're the people that are really smart, you know, then these are stereotypes, but you know, in general, it's, you know, smart people will surround themselves with smart people, people that, you know, play sports and all this sort of stuff will surround themselves with each other, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I never really had one thing that I was into because I played lots of sports growing up. I played football, basketball, and baseball growing up. Yeah. But then I also was good at, you know, like math and other, you know, a few other classes and then I also like playing video games and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And since I had so many different things, mm-hmm. I never really fit in somewhere. And for that reason, I was just kind of, you know, outcasted, I guess, in a way. Like, I wasn't fully outcasted because, like, I knew people in each group. I knew people in each group, but there was never a group that was my group, you know? Mm. Like, there was never a place where I truly felt like I was just able to 100% be me. It was like, hey... If I'm with this, these people, my sports side has to come out. Oh, I'm with these people, you know, smart side has to come. Like, it was never just I get to talk and be me. So so then looking back on that time, who, how would you define yourself? Who, who are you then at that time in life? Honestly, I, I don't even have words to describe who I was at that time. Like, I really don't. Yeah. I have no idea who I was. Like, even today, and this sounds bad because like i have more of an idea than i did back then but i'm still not 100 Mm percent like sure on who i am like Mm -hmm. i'm trying my best to find who i am Mm -hmm. but i'm not i'm not sure who i really am like 
I have ideas because I, I have ideas on stuff I want to do and things that I enjoy, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. You know, like, so it's, it's hard, especially like, like I said, thinking back to then, it was just kind of, I just want to play, you know, I want to play my video games. Uh, it, when I was in sports, I want to play my sports and my video games, you know, mm-hmm. like it was just, I want to do what I enjoy. And then besides that, it doesn't, nothing really matters. Like I didn't really think about, you know, I guess on the, on the deeper scale, I never really thought about everything happening. So, yeah. In regards to all of the abuse, you know, all the, you know, mm-hmm. the bullying and all that, uh, for, for a, for a, a child to not be able to go to school and feel comfortable, that's insane already. That's you're, you're fighting an uphill battle. But second, I mean, you said that you, you went home with bloody noses. You, you, you it was very visual, the, the kind of abuse that was happening mm-hmm. there. Uh, how about in terms of your family? Did no one try to step in there? My, was- my mom tried to talk to the parents. That's what I mean. Like, my mom talked to the school staff and nothing yeah. happened. Like, it was, and it was, it was really shitty. Like, mm-hmm. so, sorry, pardon my language. No, you but, you know, it, it, please. I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 it sucked. Like, cause yeah. she tried and just, they didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And like, in general, cause my mom, uh, at one point, obviously, like I said, mental health issues part of it came from school part of it came from other things you know mm-hmm. betrayals from friends etc cetera, etc cetera. i've always kind of like my mom pointed this out to me before i eventually told her i needed to get help for my mental health she realized that even as a kid you know 12 13 years old when my mom asked if something was wrong i'll be all right i can handle it you know that was basically my response every time like i got it it's okay mm-hmm. i'll be all right like i just pushed it off and i just always pushed it off like no matter what no matter what the situation was i just pushed it off so yeah. And that's just kind of how I was since I was younger, I guess. Like, I just always pushed it off as in, I'd, I'll be all right, you know? Mm-hmm. It, wasn't, it wasn't a big deal to me, even though in reality, it was a lot of, you know, a lot bigger of a Huge. deal than, you know, than I made it out to be, you know? Yeah. Especially because now any, anybody that's listening, take your mental health seriously. It's like, it's not something to be looked over. Mm-hmm. If you think you need help, there's no wrong in checking. It's, getting help is not don't like part of it was the fact that i felt weak getting help don't wow. feel weak medicine can help you know not even just medicine some people need to just talk to someone yeah. and it helps so it doesn't make you weaker it just you know just makes you you everybody has different things that they go through amen amen uh let me transition us this is a perfect transition yeah. from your family life to your high school and college kind mm-hmm. of experience there, all right? Usually the first question, you actually already answered. The first question I usually ask is regarding stereotypes, you know, telling me, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you hear the jocks, whatever. But it sounds like you were yep. such a dynamic individual that you could fit in, essentially, you could fit in in any of those que- uh, uh, those those qualities, but mm-hmm. it's it just wasn't yours, is what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. Can yeah, exactly. Can you... Go a little bit in on what that means. It wasn't yours. So, like, in general, especially in high school, that's where, like, because, you know, middle school people start to develop their little groups. But once you hit high school, it kind of just goes into a deeper level. You know, you have all your people that have been friends since, you know, kindergarten up until high school. You have that group. Yeah. You have the people that are hard sports, you know, only play sports, you know, go to the gym, et cetera, et cetera. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. You have the people that only, you know, that only, you know, focus on studies. You have, uh, as, as my 
my class called them the druggies. Those people were together, you know, there was, you know, there's every little group and just none of them I truly fit into, especially because my freshman year of high school, one of the roughest times I ended up getting two serious concussions. I missed basically the whole year of school. So I was held back a year, not because I actually failed, right? Not because I failed, Mm -hmm. but because I literally missed a whole year of school. And so I was, so, or, you know, roughly a whole year. I think I was there for like 17 days out of the whole school year. (laughs) You know, like I wasn't, I wasn't there very much. So, you know, I was held back with Mm -hmm. a class younger than me, which in a way kind of helped me out because I knew a lot of people that were younger than me because of sports and being, you know, certain ways. So I, like I had more of a group there, but even then I still didn't fully have a spot where I fit in, yeah. you know, like where I fully fit in. Like there were people I tried to hang out with just because I needed someone to hang out with, but would I call them my group? No, mm-hmm. like, you know, there were people I kind of knew and that's as far as like, as far as I take it. If I may that's, ask, yeah, where, where did you, during that time in life, where did you find your identity? What did you, or were you always just kind of going through those years? It's just like, all right, I'm a little bit of everything and that's fine. And I'm just going to try to adapt and survive. Yeah, kind of. Except for actually, honestly, my, my school is the worst example for anyone else going through high school. Mm. It is the worst example. I slept in almost every one of my classes <laughs> and my goal was just to pass. That was just my goal. Cause I didn't like being at school. Cause of, like I said, even up until the time that I went into online school for my senior year, mm. I was bullied. So if I was asleep, guess what? They didn't bully me cause I was asleep. Yeah. And so that just kind of got me out of, you know, sure, teachers got mad at me, but I was like, I'm passing the class. It's better than me, you know, getting attacked by people, mm-hmm. you know, not physically, but, you know, just emotionally attacked all the time. Like it was better for me. So I was just like, I'll just sleep. Yeah. yeah. I'll just, I'll just go to bed. It gets me out of what I, you know, what I hate. Mm-hmm. I, and, the, oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. I was just going to say some, some of my teachers eventually that came to the point of understanding because even though some of the kids got like in trouble they never got in enough trouble to stop you know what i mean like yeah so so my teachers just let me sleep they're just like okay go for it it's one of those things you know you you mentioned really uh burying your feelings and, Mm -hmm. and these these troubles of yours and there comes a quote that talks about how how they they use the term men but it is pretty much for anyone but mm-hmm. they say men live quiet lives of desperation where mm-hmm. we will we will internalize our feelings and our hurt uh whether that because of gender roles whether that because because of weakness and not wanting to be perceived as such um and and hearing your stories thus far it is so it's tragic because you see someone who is just trying to survive, and at such a young age, that should be the last thing on your mind. Um, and, and again, having that coupled with a lack of identity sounds like it just makes for a very rough four years or so, five, four or five years, depending on the mm-hmm. thing there. So I guess going from, from that moment in time, let me ask this so we can get a little bit of a broader uh, scope into your high school years. Uh, of course, I'm going to ask the, the layup question. What was your go-to subjects? What, were you, what was at least a subject that you, you looked forward to, let alone thrived in? The only subject I actually looked forward to was, um, was cooking class, you know, foods class. Ooh, okay. I was good at foods, plus I enjoyed eating. So that was yeah. good. Hell yeah. Uh, but thrived in... I surprisingly was good at, at uh, 
biology. I, I wasn't, even though I slept every day, one of my teachers eventually called me out for cheating. And when they found out I wasn't cheating, like, cause I just aced, I aced every test that uh -huh. like that semester, except for the, uh, like the pre-test, like the very first test. Mm -hmm. And then the, mm -hmm. like the final and the, oh, on the final, nice. I got like 97% or something. Jesus. But teacher thought I was cheating, even though I slept every day. And I, I'm going to be honest, I, I still don't understand how I did it, but you know, part of it was the fact that people are like, uh, People are like, you know, you learn more in your sleep. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard the stories of people, like, for example, learning parts of languages just by listening to it when they go to sleep. But people Ooh, do that. I have heard apparently that. in your sleep. Yeah. Apparently when you're asleep, you, you learn more, which. <sighs> so I, I feel like that's part of it. And then math, I always thrived and I've always been good at math ever mm -hmm. since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And like, even from like first, second grade, I was at like, you know, a fifth grade math level, for example, and they do all those tests. And so it was always pretty easy for me. Yeah. But since I always did the bare minimum, I guess I never really reached where I would have been challenged, if that makes sense, since I just slept. I always went for the bare minimum. I was like, I'm passing. Yeah, I feel that. You got to tell me this, mm -hmm. though. You got to tell me what, uh, for the cooking class, what was your dish? What was the thing that you, that you, ch uh, you whipped up best? Mm, I don't know about best, but my favorite was what we did for our final. We got to choose what we made. And a lot of the time we did it in groups, but our group uh, decided on lasagna. Ooh. Molten lava cakes and garlic bread turned what? out great. The turned hell? out great. Dude. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. That's so good. good. I love that. And you got to eat all the we stuff got that you. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, nice. Coated glass. Yeah. Now I'm starving here. Perfect. <laughs> in in terms of sports, tell me about that. So you you what sports were you playing as well as co-curricular activities? Any clubs that you were part of? Uh, we'll get into clubs in a second because okay. that one there was more of like a a meme time in my life. But mm -hmm. besides that, uh, sports: football, basketball, baseball. I played all of them since I was four to five years old. So you know, kindergarten, pre K, up until baseball. I played up until I hit sixth grade. That was my last year. I played catcher in baseball for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, that was that was fun. I was good at it too. But I also just realized that you know that wasn't what I truly enjoyed as a sport even though I enjoyed it as a kid. It was more like, I wanted to test everything out. You know, I wanted to test everything out. Mm -hmm. And uh, even though, you know, even though I was good at it, I dropped that when I was going into sixth grade. Basketball and football, I kept going with. Um, for basketball, I played until I think seventh grade. I, uh, I was never the tallest kid, but I could always play some mean defense. So I could, you know, that was my specialty. Yeah. I was just known as you know a defensive specialist even though i wasn't the greatest at shooting i was like you know people were like hey if that guy's supposed to be the best on the team guard him and i was like okay and guess what i did my job and yeah. i played that up until seventh grade when i uh, started focusing more on video games too you know and i was like i don't want to focus on football and basketball mm -hmm. and even though i was probably basketball is probably my best sport like if i'm thinking about it like just in general and football i played up until freshman year which i would have played more mm -hmm. but of course uh concussions freshman year yeah but uh played football um it was exhausting like i still don't even know how i did it because that was so tiring dude just keeping running with all that gear on i mm -hmm. could not do it i could not do it now like the conditioning that i had to have back then i just you I have that you have two a days you have mm -hmm. it, it's all the prep work the yep. it, it's it, it's a lot so you're carrying all that all right 
weigh the world in terms of athlete build, all right? And we get it, all right? You're built different there, all right? Of course, You've had built it, differently. Of course. But then in terms of clubs, what do you mean that was a meme stage in your, your uh, life? So, so I've always enjoyed anime, but anime up until the recent years has always been kind of looked down upon. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've, if yeah. you've like noticed that, but it kind of has. But now it's more trendy. At one point, me and some of my friends just went to anime club for a meme. Like we just went one day, I forget what we watched, but then, uh, so this was back when Facebook was prevalent. Mm-hmm. There was a Facebook group for it, deciding on what we would watch next. So for the next one, me and my friends decided that we'd get more of our friends to rig the vote. We watched Corey in the house for anime night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not and even that so Raven. You went straight oh, to Corey, Corey in the house. In the house. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was interesting because, you know, all the people that actually enjoyed anime were kind of upset. Of course. But the teacher was like, they got the most votes. Yeah. What we're <laughs> this is not even a cartoon. This is just like, it not, was reality no TV. Basically. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just, we went with it. And I don't think I ever went back after that just because, uh, like, I, for one, I, I kind of felt bad after. I was like, I actually made him watch Corey in that house. <laughs> and then for two, show. I was like, yeah, that's a fine show. <laughs> yeah. But then after that, I was like, also, like I said, because, you know, anime was kind of looked down upon, which at this point, I'm like, I wish I grew up in this day and age with how accepted, how accepted it is. Grace. You know, like people are so accepting of it. Like, yeah, like, if you haven't watched whatever anime, then you're weird. That's basically how it works now. Yep. I'm like, if that's how it was when I was growing up, I would be the coolest kid in school. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how it is, though? That's it how really it is. is. It's, the, mm-hmm. it's the past catches up to the present, but it's too late for us, you know? Exactly. Same it really thing. do be I, that way. I feel that. I feel that completely. I used to watch, you know, the Bleach and the Yu Yu Hakusho's mm-hmm. shows of it all, but I yep. I had to turn away. You don't want to get bullied for that. Exactly. But now you you the, the hottest kid in town, whether it be high school or Twitch, which is essentially online mm-hmm. high school. But it, it's a fascinating seeing everyone just go crazy over it. It's crazy. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to ask you this one, Demetrius, all right? I want, it's story it. time. It's story time. I want you to give us a story, whether it be a good one, a, a memory of your high school experience that you look mm-hmm. fondly upon, or a bad one, something that was tough and, and, and was difficult on you, but it's something that you needed to experience in order for you to grow as a person. Can you give us one story, whether that be good or bad, during your high school career? Let me try to think of a, let me try to think of a good one. Yeah. Or like, you know, a, a beneficial one. Cause I have a lot of sad stories, mm-hmm. but I, and honestly, in general, I'm like, I wouldn't be the same person I, I am now without it. But at the same time, also like, you know, I could have, I could have went without it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I could have <laughs> went without it, but, uh, mm. what's probably the best story I can it's always tough, man. Those are because I agree with you. I think high school is such a time in which uh, a lot of a lot of shit happens. But you don't want to you don't want to say all the bad. I th- it's uh, it's also indicative that everyone's mind goes to the bad one first. It's, yeah, it it's, a the bad it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. But mm. I feel it. Honestly, we're gonna we're gonna go with a bad one just because it. it did kind of teach me a lesson. It, it sucked. And uh, chat, you can hold your sadness. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> but okay. Uh, but so basically, at one point in time, I during my original high school career, because obviously, mm-hmm. like I said, I graduated a year late. I didn't go to prom. I didn't go to prom at all. Mm-hmm. And so my sister was going to prom because she was two years younger than me. And her date bailed on her. So I went platonically with my sister. 
and we just hung out. You know, we just hung out because we're both like it's a, it's an opportunity to it's an opportunity to get dressed up, which we never do because we were never in the wealthiest family. We didn't do all these fancy things, this or that, right? Yeah, we never did anything special, and she knew I didn't get to go. The guy bailed on her, and so we just went platonically and freaking. All I gotta say is we were the best looking people at prom, you know. But that's not, you know, that that's just the the premise of it, right? Yeah. And uh, so we went and hung out. Obviously, since I went, we went as siblings. We were just talking to people, mm-hmm. and there was this this one person who was a year younger than me that went, uh, and and it was this girl. We're not mm-hmm. gonna say her name just because I don't know if she's the internet, but you know, but uh, you know, I hung out with her, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Dropped me the Snapchat, you know. I was like, okay. I'm killing it, I'm killing okay. it, and uh, you know, we're sitting there, we hung out. We went on a date, you know, everything was going good. And then randomly, you know, we're sitting there, you know, typical date stuff, you know, mm-hmm. you know, kiss, you know, typical stuff. Okay. You know, but uh, then randomly, you know, we were setting up another time. We were setting up a time for my birthday because my birthday was coming up the week after. Yeah. So, and we were like, yo, what do you want to do? And I forget what movie was coming out at, at the time. Some movie came out sure. that we both wanted to see. And we were like, yo, let's go see it together. And then she just ghosted me on my birthday hard. She hard ghosted me on my birthday, bro. And it was it was rough. It was so rough. But it kind of kind of taught me, like in general. Mm-hmm. And this isn't meant for anybody to feel bad or upset with themselves. You gotta love yourself because you know who's always gonna be there for you. You. You're always gonna be there for you. And it's not bad to have friends or people you care about. But you always gotta remember that mm-hmm. you're the one that's there for you. You know what I mean? Because other people got stuff going on. And they're not always gonna they're not always gonna be there, you know, when you need them, or they're not always gonna be reliable. You can't and it's okay to feel upset, because I will tell you, I was very upset at that moment. I was I was I was devastated. I was yeah. upset. But yeah. you know, it, it helped me to realize that you gotta you gotta love yourself and you gotta be there for you. Cause if you're not there for you, then why would somebody else be there for you? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're not willing to accept yourself, why would you expect somebody else to accept you? Exactly. Exactly. But it, it it helps. It, it helps, and it, like I said, it was rough. Do I wish I didn't, you know, experience getting ghosted on my birthday after that? You know, that kind of stuff, especially because you know I was feeling on top of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I didn't, but at the same time, would I have started working on as much self love as I have? And, and I'm still working on it, but you know, I wouldn't have started taking steps forward towards that mm-hmm. without experiencing that. So, holy, that is ridiculous. The better. First and foremost, I'm sorry. Uh, that that's, that's brutal. Did you ever get closure? Did she ever hit no. you up after she? Nope. Since that day, that's Just the last time ghost. you've ever yeah. heard from. Hard oh. ghost me blocked me on Snap. Was just like, bye. And I was like, Damn, what bro. in the world? Damn, bro, that is just that really that fucks someone up, man. That's it brutal. Was rough, but... Damn. What did you end up? Do you remember how that day went after you found out about that bullshit? Do you remember oh, what was... you end up doing? Probably something stupid. That's all I'm gonna say. It was probably fair, something stupid. Fair. I don't uh, know exactly what, but it was probably something dumb. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, kept to myself and just, you know, typical just like that was like happy birthday, gave me my gift, tried to do cake, and I probably tried to keep a smile and then probably went to my room and did nothing. Yeah. You know, like Damn. probably one of those days. But you know, like I said at the same time, I wouldn't have started taking steps towards self care mm-hmm. and like thinking about myself more without that happening. So yeah, you know, heartbreaks a part of life. Stuff like that, well, it happens. Sucks when it does, but gotta look at you know, look at the bright side. Look up. Yeah, 
And I and and the lesson that was learned from that was vital. I mean, the self love and the belief in mm-hmm. yourself and realizing. And again, perfectly applies to this journey in content creation. No one's going to be your biggest fan other than yourself. So you got to work hard and love on your own self. Because again, why why should anyone else believe in you if you can't do that for yourself first? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was I, I, that actually fits perfectly the mold of that question. And I appreciate you sharing that. That that's that's really awesome, of you. Um, let me take you to your final weeks of high school, all right? During your final weeks of high school, we're getting the yearbooks out. We're doing our final projects, our, our, our final exams, all this and that. We're telling each other that we're going to stay in touch, which is complete bullshit. But uh, <laughs> it just is. It just is. It really is. <laughs> but tell me, what was the next steps for you, Demetrius? Was it, you know, in terms of post-high school, was it a four-year university? Was it community college? Were you taking a, a year off? Was it working? Was it traveling? What was your decision and why did you make it? So luckily, since I was uh, since I was in online school, I didn't have to deal with any of the, the bullshit that was, you know, let's keep in touch. You know, I didn't have mm-hmm. to deal with any of that. Uh-huh. I just had time to think. And I originally was going to take a year off. And I was like, I'll take this year to do my own thing. If nothing happens, I'll, you know, either go to college or get a job. And so mm-hmm. I worked on the side, but I streamed. And I was like, streamed and made YouTube content. Because I was like, I really want this to be a thing. And I always have. Like, ever since, like I said, I was 13 when I first thought about making maybe even younger 13 12 but i first thought about making youtube content and then streaming and i was just like i wanted to be a thing i kept doing it worked on the side but that was my that was my and even though in general most people that are starting content creation because i know there is going to be someone here that wants to start content creation mm-hmm. the steps i took definitely were not the smart like i'll just be 100 percent honest they weren't you know because for a lot of the time, I wasn't working. You know, I was just streaming and streaming only and just hoping that streaming would work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in reality, and this isn't to doubt any of you guys, do what you love, do what you enjoy. But I probably should have been working on the side because, you know, just having the extra money in my pocket would have been nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it would have been helpful. But, you know, obviously, I can't change what happened. I went with my plan. But, you know, sometimes you just got to... You just got to think about it and, you know, weigh the goods with the bads and, you know, got to do what's best for you in reality. Because that was, that was part of the reason why I wasn't working. Like, like I said, I wish I did. But like I talked about, my mental health has not been the best in general. My mental health has been really bad, if I'm being 100% honest. I've been really low at points in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, working a job as well as streaming and just, you know, interacting with people because I have major social anxiety. So interacting with people suck, sucks, you know, it sucks. Yeah. I don't like interacting with people, especially face to face. You know, it just made it rough. It made it rough and I didn't like it. So I, I didn't work. But, you know, if I could have, I would have. Like in general, that's how I think about it. Because it's like, not that I didn't want to work. It's that I couldn't pull myself to work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just not something I could do myself. <clears throat> but I encourage people to do it if they can. So it sounds like to me to answer that question or to to wrap it back. So you mm-hmm. made the decision you were going fully head in with content creation at that yep. time, post post high school. Um, yeah, for the most part, at least. Because like I, I did have a I, I did have a little little side job. I worked like two days a week, but like mm-hmm. you know, that was it. We'll get to that a little bit yeah. you know, pretty soon. But uh, mm-hmm. when you made that decision, okay, when you made that decision internally as well as to your family and your loved ones around mm-hmm. you, 
I mean, tell me about those reactions. It's one thing to tell your family that you wanted to go into content creation. It's another to say, I'm not going to pursue, you know, whether it be post education or work mm-hmm. or this and that. I want to go full head in there. How was that discussion like? My mom was supportive. She was like, almost everyone in the family, like, whether they worked or not, they just, they had their relaxed years. And just because, because my dad's big thing was, he was like, well, you're, you're 19 now. Cause I graduated a year late. Right. Mm-hmm, I obviously mm-hmm. graduated a year later than my other siblings. You're 19. You should be getting a job. And I'm like, well, I didn't choose to get concussions and then have to go, you know, a year later. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody else had their gap years. I was like, this is my year to do what I want. And he eventually ended up accepting it. But my mom was like, you know, everybody else had their time. Do what you want to do. If that's what you want to do, go for it. Mm. And so my mom was really supportive. My brother was like, yep, you got to do, or you can do this, but you eventually got to get a job. And then the rest of my family just kind of were indifferent, I guess. Like that, that was my oldest brother that said that. But, you mm. know, everybody else was pretty, pretty indifferent, I guess, more or less. So it was, uh, it was pretty smooth for the most part besides, you know, talking to my dad. So yeah, totally. I, I, and again, even at 19, especially fresh out of high school, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can't even imagine how that conversation would go. You know, I'm thinking about my own parents and what they would say to me mm-hmm. at that time in life, um, because you're really betting on yourself. You're betting on yeah. yourself and, and not just your dream, but your own work ethic. That's the beauty, in my opinion, a beauty as well as kind of the beast of this this industry where mm-hmm. it is a work rate. Uh, thing where you know are you being intentional with your content are you being intentional with what you're doing on your off times that you're not streaming um and and i feel like a lot of people are not aware of that and and you know it's it's like we all would like the dream of being a a content creator or a streamer or whatever but when you really see how it's done and and you take out that curtain and you see all the work you know this never stops it never stops and, and we're constantly thinking about this. We're constantly worried about this. When we see the numbers that we don't want to see, then we're discouraged and then we have to fight ourselves. It's a lot. It is a battle. Uh, like I've never seen this at a nine to five. A nine to five, you could just do your shit and you're doing your one thing that you're supposed to be doing and then you go home, get pay, whatever. But mm-hmm. with this world, it's something so chaotic, but it's so beautiful too because it's so personal because you're making it. You're, you're making it with your own two hands and you have this crew of people that believe in you as much as you believe in yourself. So it's like you, you, you weigh out the pros and the cons of it all. But uh, I'm, I'm here for that. That, that's, that must be that, – that's awesome. It's both awesome but terrifying that at that age you had to have that conversation with your entire family, especially your parents, because, you know, again, hearing about your dad and, you know, he wants what's best for you and not mm-hmm. being able to see that at that early of an age, it must have been difficult to, to communicate to him. Um, let's go to the third part of this life story, all right, Demetrius? Third part of this life yeah. story is in regards to your work history. Do you have to use the bathroom at all? You're I'm good fine. to go. All right. No bathroom, no water. Okay. Um, in terms of work history, I do this segment similar to a resume, all right? So if we were to be applying to jobs right here, right now, how many jobs have you had in the past that you would put in that work history segment of your resume? Uh, the only ones I'd probably put in my resume would be like three. Okay. But there, I, I've, worked, I've worked my fair share of jobs, but I think I'd only put three of them in my resume. Cause, so we'll, we'll start with my first job. I had Please. just freshly turned, I think I had just freshly turned 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. And my first job was actually working at Target. 
Okay. Uh, I was a cashier, but the thing is, so I didn't know how many hours a normal person would work, right? I, I wouldn't know. And mm. the target I worked at kind of took advantage of it. I was working 42 hours a week as a high school student at 16. What? That's not Yeah. Allowed. Yeah. It's not allowed. And you know what is even worse? Because I listened to, you know, people around me. Mm-hmm. Some people, like actual adults that needed the money weren't getting as many hours as me. <laughs> what? Yeah. There were people, there were adults only getting 32 hours a week. Because mm-hmm. my, my guess is, you know, since I was younger, they could get away with paying me less. And even having to pay me full-time wages and stuff, right? They would have to pay me oh, less than if they were to yes. pay somebody that was, you know, 30. Mm-hmm. And so they took advantage of that because I originally, I originally put uh, 40 hours on my, because I was like, I was trying to think of like what a, how much work could I technically do? Because that's what I didn't say. How much work uh, do you want to do? It just said, how much work could you do? You know, I was like, "Ah, 40 hours is fine, right? Like 40 Mm -hmm. hours. And they took that as 40 hours and how it worked at that target specifically. I don't know if that's all of them. Mm -hmm. For the first three months of working there, you're not allowed to change your, your work schedule. You're not allowed to like the, you can't change your availability schedule. Hmm. And so I was stuck into that until about a month and a half in, I just ended up quitting cause I couldn't handle it. Month and a half working 40 half. hours a week. Yeah. Month and a half working 40 I, hours. Was there no, even, even knowing that they can't change the schedule. Did you never bring this up to a manager or any of that? I said that it was the policy is that they couldn't change it for the first three months. Can't change your availability. And That's that includes insane. hours that you have down. And it was awful. And later, because I, I ended up working at a different Target, it was different there. So mm-hmm. it was just that one Target, and it, it sucked. Sounds I like will a, say this, though. I made bank, though. Okay, fair play. But it does sound like a little bit of either laziness on their behalf yep. or just an inability to, or uh, no wanting to do so. That, yeah. That's literally impossible exactly. what they're doing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. What was, what was some of the best things you would, what was some of the best perks of working at Target? I just met cool people, I guess. Like, yeah. I had friends, and, you know, we just... When we got lucky to have like lunch breaks at the same time, we just go sit down, hang out, and nice. talk. Nice. That was cool. But as that, there wasn't really much. Like I said, I made bank. Luckily, uh, this time I didn't work during Black Friday, which was lucky. But oh I later gosh. worked at Target again. Like I said, which was during Black Friday, and that sucked. Oh. I will say that now. <laughs> Why? What was so? Give us, give us the front lines of a Black Friday uh, Target reveal. I luckily didn't work Black Friday morning. <sighs> luckily so i didn't have to deal with the the you know the people trampling each other but Mm -hmm. you know constantly i had to work the night before black friday so you know moving everything because even in like the clothing department which is where i worked the second time i worked at target you had to move everything around and you know put all these you know the the door buster deals around and blah 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 everything stores basically remodeled overnight for them to be ready for the morning and then i got there you know i started doing my normal thing and then they're like cashiers cashiers and they got like Half of the other departments were, mm-hmm. you know, brought up as cashiers instead of, you know, actually working in their department because it was so backed up and it was just like we got our breaks, but in reality, it felt like there was no breaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it it sucked. Jesus, Jesus, damn! I can't because I've been on the other side of it i've been a consumer before and you, you, yep. it's mayhem you know it's crazy people are pushing each other we i'm we're throwing bones i don't care who you are what gender what age doesn't matter yep. every person for themselves yep. um but i've always wondered from the employee standpoint 
they must be witnessing just a battle royale. It is yeah, every it's Fortnite in real life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and all for an extra twenty percent off the uh, you know yep. a game console or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. But- it's that's that's insane that's insane so that's the first job there all right we went from the first job let's go to the second one how old were you and what were you doing the same age my dad knew somebody that worked at a at at the local dairy queen and he was like i can get you a job there so i talked to them got the job pretty easily okay out working started out working it was cool so far first first day you know training was cool had the same manager that hired me there which was the one that my dad knew it was dope super cool people around me loved me like they they literally like favorite basically mm-hmm. and then you know that was like for the first three shifts that was my same schedule basically and then i think it was the fourth or fifth shift i had a different manager Uh-oh. and he genuinely was jealous that people liked me more than him so he just treated me poorly the whole time <laughs> what well, yep. what are some examples of how he treated you or they treated uh, you? so so i was you know i'd just be sitting there and i'd be doing something completely normal mm-hmm. you know just typical and then I get called out for doing something doing something wrong. I, I didn't do anything, but I'd get called out for doing something wrong. Even though it wasn't something that I even did. It was something that somebody else did. They'd try to call me out for it. Or, you know, just like st- stupid stuff like that. They'd try whatever they could to get me in trouble. Or, you know, try to give me, an, like, you know, have an excuse to give me an earful. Mm. They tried so hard. And I eventually quit. I don't remember how long I worked there. I worked there long enough. Mm-hmm. But I was tired of it. And I was just like, good luck. And they, they struggled for work for a little bit because they didn't have enough people working. Yeah. And then that dude, I'm pretty sure he ended up getting fired too. So yeah. cool on me. Full, yeah, but, that's, full, that's full circle kind of shit there. Yeah. I, I, was, I was mad, but at the same point, I was like, just wasn't meant to be. What's your, I also ate way too much ice cream there. I was going to ask you that. What's your order? What's your order at Dairy Queen? Uh, nowadays, I really, like the only thing that I really even like from there is ice cream anymore because mm-hmm. I ate like the actual food on shift because i'd work eight hour shifts yeah and it was just at some point it just got so bad eating it every you know every other day i was just like i can go without this and even the ice cream because you know you could eat ice cream and i'm pretty sure you got half price on it so for like a actually i'm pretty sure it was 50 cents for any cone so you could literally make yourself like a you know a cone that big for 50 cents or whatever Mm -hmm. but you know i'd sit there and i'd eat ice cream and ice ice cream and now i'm just like Dairy Queen ice cream. <laughs> well, what was the go-to though at, at your prime when it wasn't bad? When it wasn't bad, chicken yeah. strips and cheese curds. Just boys. And how about for the ice cream wise? Ice cream. Yeah. Really depended on the day. I never had a go-to ice cream because mm-hmm. you know sometimes there were seasonal blizzards that were good. Obviously, uh, sometimes I just wanted a plain you know vanilla cone. Mm-hmm. The dipped cones go crazy. Really? Uh, okay. I, I still like the dipped cones. I will say that. Really? That's like one of the few things I'll actually get from there. Did you you serve that shit upside down too? You did the yeah. whatever blizzards always, and it's just because of how thick the ice cream is. The way it's made, it won't it won't fall. Really? Okay. Well, that's and I I don't know why I just learned that now. I feel like because I've always wondered. I was like, why are you serving it to me? I never questioned it. I was just like, oh, of course, yeah, serve yeah. it to me upside down. That's fine. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, and if for some reason, because basically, I I don't know if this is why they do it, but this is how how I always thought of it. If they Turn it upside down, and somehow it falls. That means that the ice cream wasn't made properly. Basically, is what it means. Oh, okay. Because ice cream should be thick enough that when you blend it with everything using their blender, it shouldn't fall. Mm-hmm. Fair play. Because that blender is intense, dude. Like, <laughs> if if you weren't like holding it, holding it like yeah, death grip, that thing, the cup would spin instead of spinning the, the ice like cream. it was yeah instead of the ice cream, the cup would just start spinning. The ice cream wouldn't move. 
cup would just go in circles. That's wild. Holy shit. I might I literally I might go to my local Dairy Queen right now. Like after this show, <laughs> I live a couple miles down. I will take you up on that. Curds. It sounds like curds, chicken strips, and whatever seasonal ice cream they'll have on there. Blizzards mm-hmm. they have that time. I like that. You said you you resigned. Uh, you can't remember how long, but it sounds like because of that manager that was from hell. Yeah, I, um, I couldn't do it. I'm a big believer that everyone should work in in kind of customer service at some point in their life. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. to be learned. What's something you learned on your job there at Dairy Queen? The customer's always right. Really? <laughs> Why? I learned that just because it's 99% of the time, the slight loss that you're taking, if mm-hmm. you're like, they're like, you made this wrong, make me a new one, is a lot less than the hassle of Somebody sitting there complaining, calling corporate, et cetera, et cetera, which is why they, a lot of the time they're like, there you go, we'll just make it again. It's because, you know, in reality, you know, making a, making a second burger, you lose 50 cents in reality. Okay. While, you know, you get a call to corporate and a bad review, et cetera, et cetera, then you're taking a bigger hit. And I guess it's more, more for the company side, but at the same point, you know, mental health. So it's like, it just makes it a lot easier on you as a person if you're just not you know, if yeah. you're not forcing yourself to do all that. So you're telling me to be a Karen is what I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> no, well, no. Actually, people don't realize if you Karen, a lot of the time you will like, don't abuse it. But a lot of the time, as long as you're not Karening, like some of the people that are like, you know, I'm not going to wear my mask kind of Karen. Oh, yeah, and you'll no. usually get what you want. Then you'll usually get what you want. Sadly. Like it's, it's true though. Like exactly. you could literally just be like, yep, I want, uh, I want free chicken. Uh, you <laughs> undercooked it. You undercooked it slightly. Can I get some new chicken? And then yeah. you're like, okay, cool. Oh, and, interesting. Yeah. I, I never knew that. Interesting. You've, you've and, just unlocked the new perk and here. Also, don't forget, usually only works with fast food if you're working at an actual, or like if you're at an actual restaurant, a lot of the time they, they're not as lenient. But like fast food, hmm. it, it's, why not? They, they lose nothing, basically. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Veiling spitting facts. Though. We've all, we've all, we've all learned a life lesson right there. Um, mm-hmm. How about the third job? What was the third job? How old were you and what were you doing? Third job was the second target, second target run, which I believe mm-hmm. I was 17, 17 or 18. I had okay. just turned 17 or 18. And uh, that was cool. Um, it was, I worked soft lines, which was a lot easier, like, which was clothing instead of working cashier. I had to deal with less people for the most part, mm-hmm. Got to chill and put stuff on racks. If they called, try to find something, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. And, uh, and and how yeah. long did you last there? I think that one was like six months. I actually met one of my one of my best friends at the time. We don't talk as much now, but they're my best friend for like as long as I worked there, plus another however long mm-hmm. through Target. And it, it was funny because I originally it was originally a girl that I just thought was cute, and I was like, but then I was like, you know what? When I actually talked to him as a person, I was like, I'd rather be your friend. Like, mm-hmm. and so we just hung out in best friends, and then I eventually quit just because I. I was just kind of tired of working in general. Like, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest, I was put in my two weeks. I was tired of working. I was also mentally exhausted. Yeah. And I was just like, I was just like, I got to gotta put in my two weeks. I'm done. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, and I'll take us to the present. I'm going to count content creation yep. as your, your fourth job here, your present job here. Yep. Tell me, uh, what are, well, what have been your, you know, I like to think many streamers create goals here at the beginning of the year. And, and, you know, now that we're almost done with 2021, what are some of those goals that you had for yourself that you set for yourself, whether that be Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and how are they going thus far? I think originally my biggest goal was I wanted to hit partner. Okay. 
and it was obviously I, I kind of talked about what's happened. And mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, this year, I I personally don't see it happen. But I'm not giving up kind of thing. I just don't see it happening right now in the situation that's happening. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not going to stop me from pursuing what I'm trying to pursue. Right. Amen. The other thing was, I think I wanted to hit 20k on Twitch. I think it was, it was 20 or 30k, and I got pretty close. I hit 24k before the glitch with everybody getting unfollowed started happening. So I was like, I basically hit what I was trying to hit, more or less. Like, yeah. If, if this didn't happen, I would have hit my goal. So in my mind, I hit it to a point where I'm very happy with it because I know that I could have done it. I love that. And then building more of a community just in general. I, I have a crazy amount of cool people mm-hmm. that I've met through, you know, through the raid that I've talked to on Twitter and all that sort of stuff. And it's just, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without content creation. And so like the community that we've started to build is just a lot more than I ever like truly expected. Mm-hmm. YouTube, uh, I, I had big YouTube goals, but then I just kind of I knew that I fell out, so I didn't like I'm not holding myself too deep on that because I kind of fell out of doing YouTube, and I officially just restarted doing exactly what I want to do. I kind of what happened was I kind of like pigeonholed myself into having to do something that I didn't want to do anymore, mm-hmm. and I finally got myself out of the pigeonhole, so I'm feeling good. But you know, most of the stuff I've you know, and I've worked on improving myself, which was one of the other big things is just improving myself as a person. Mm-hmm. I feel like in general, I've been, you know, working hard to do that instead of just beating myself out all the time, you know, beating myself up, like yeah. not worth it. So I, I feel like I've been, uh, I feel like I've been doing, doing better on that. So perfect. Before I ask you the next question here, I'll thank Sajay here. Thank you so much, Sajay, for the raid. All those from Sajay's community, as well as uh, Carl's camp, I want to say, um, my name's Mom's the host. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Streamer Studio. Today's very special guest. Okay, I'm gonna try to phonetically say this correctly. All right, you're gonna correct me right away. Oh, no, I only wrote Jikiu down. Phonetically say it correct, Demetrius. How do you say it correctly? Jikishi. Jikishi. Oh my goodness! And there we are. We've reached the work history part of life stories. Here we're just talking shop about uh, streaming and content creation. But thanks so much for joining us here live on Twitch. Now, Demetrius, let me ask this, all right? In terms of, of we've talked a little bit of, of the New Year's 2020, what you, uh, 2021, I'm sorry, of what you've been going through as a creator. Let me ask you this. How do you see the future of your content, uh, the future of what you do? Do you see it mainly and predominantly here on Twitch? Would you like to switch over to other platforms? Is there other gameplay that you'd probably want to uh, or would like to uh, lean into? Where are we looking towards the future of your content? Well, right now, my thought is I want to get back into consistent YouTube just like once a week. Nothing crazy. Once a week, because I used to try to force myself to do, you know, like three, four, five times a week, right? Mm -hmm. I just want to get once a week quality videos. I want to start doing TikTok again, you know, getting back into it. Because I was in it for a while. After a month, I got like 30K. I was chilling. I was vibing. But and I just kind of fell out of it. And then streaming, I want to incorporate more, like, like I said, more organized content, if that makes sense. I want more organized stuff, you know, bigger, more fun things. Uh, and just being able to continue creating a community where people feel safe. Like, I want to be able to just talk to people. Because I feel like, like I said, that's the most important thing. Like, even though I play a game, I feel like I'm just a just chatting streamer with a game behind. If that yeah. makes sense. No, so. I feel that. I like that. I like that. So it sounds like the ideal set uh, setup or situation is just you could literally play whatever you'd like. But it's mm-hmm. always some way to interact with your community. Always being able yeah, to be exactly. attentive. So I like that. I like that a lot. It's a that's a sick hybrid. That's dope. Um, 
Demetrius, we will go on to the fourth segment here of, of mm-hmm. your life story, all right? And this one seems to be an area where many people uh, like to turn up the volume. They like to lean into their, you know, whatever device they're watching this on and paying a little bit extra attention because we're about to talk about your <laughs> romantic history, all right? A bit of your romantic history. Again, if you have any questions, anything that similar to what SGB has said here, uh, <laughs> exclamation mark Q in the chat. There is a community questions part after this, uh, which we will talk about. Any questions, comments you'd like to say to our guests, I will read those aloud here. Um, but Demetrius, all right, before we get started, all right, with all the names, I'm going to ask you beforehand, how many individuals had the official tag as your significant other? I'm not talking ones from grade school. I'm not talking about one nice stance or, or maybe something that was just a fling. I'm talking full-on you gave them the specific title as exclusive to your heart. How many individuals is that? Let me take a thought here. Oh, boy. Of course, oh there's Akko. I'm kidding. There's not Akko. But uh, on the real, how many has there been? Like, people that I've actually dated? Yes. Like, I actually can. I'll probably have you whittle them down, too. I Some- think three. Oh, Three that's, official? That's, that's legitimately the number that I have it down. Someone told me 12 a couple weeks ago. I was like, there's no shot. I can't do 12. I think what there's is this? three official. Like there, right. there's people that was uh, that, that were close, you know, we were almost there. But I think there's only been three that I've given the title and like actual exclusivity to. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's go down the line. This first one, how old were you guys and how'd you meet? Uh, I think it was fresh. Freshman or sophomore year, we met through a youth group thing on a, uh, on a, uh, we were on some like retreat. We literally went to some like resort type thing. And like it was like a ski resort type thing. And so we had talked. This is back when, when Facebook was, uh, was actually prevalent. Mm-hmm. We, we talked. We actually like, cause I forget exactly how we met, but then we talked on Facebook for a while and then we like, officially met met in person at that randomly from one of my other friends one of my other friends was just talking to me you know typical guy talk yeah yo know any cute girls and i was like i haven't seen any here or whatever and so he introduces me to this girl and it happened to be the girl that i was talking to and it was crazy and after that we talked more uh you know i ended up going on a few dates etc cetera, etc cetera, okay that kind of stuff she was she was pretty cool but what uh work what caught your eye Honestly, it was just it was just interest. So it was back when I was, you know, back when I was still kind of, you know, all around the place. Mm-hmm. I also, of course, thought that she was attractive. I was like, you know, the, the one two attractive plus simil- similarities in personality. It's game over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, why not? And what were some of those similarities that you both shared? Just both could relate to like certain types of movies, similar music, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like that, that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. And how long did this relationship last for? I was like a four or five months, probably. Four or five months. And, and, and you know, as a freshman in high school, that's a lot of time, too. That is a lot right? of time. That's a lot going on. So then where did things kind of fall apart? It just randomly, you just randomly are not feeling it anymore. I'm pretty yeah. sure that she actually hit me with the I'm not feeling it anymore, to be exact. Pretty Ooh. sure I got hit with the, you know, 
Got yeah. hit where it hurts. That's a super oh. effective line right there. That's <laughs> it was, dude. It was. It's, it's not you. It, it's me. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that I've, is... I've luckily never been hit with that. If I mm-hmm. ever get hit with that, I'll be upset. But I've I've never been hit with that one. <laughs> I, I will be upset. That is brutal. That is brutal. So uh, it sounded like uh, for the breakup, that it sounded like both ways. You both agreed that hey, you know, it ran its course. Yeah. And and you know we gotta we gotta dip. So take me to number two. Uh, how old were you and how did you guys meet? Uh, number two. How old was I? Then? I had just turned eighteen. Mm-hmm. I think I had just turned eighteen. Okay. And it's so here. Here's what happened. Here's the here's the story, guys. I was a uh, I, I was a, you know, little, just about 18-year-old boy. I was, I was vibing, playing my video games like normal. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's the part, the part that I'm ashamed of most. I met this person playing League of Legends. Oh, wow. I hate that game with a passion. <laughs> I hate that game with a passion. But I'm addicted. Yeah. I'm addicted. I can't stop. <laughs> I, I hate it. But we ended up talking for, you know, a few months. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... And then randomly we were, we were chilling and, uh, we just joked and we were like, we should meet up. And I was like, my 18th birthday is coming up so we could actually like hang out. Right. And so we ended up meeting up after like a five, six months, I think of talking, you know, Snapchat, Facebook, texting, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going, uh, I ended up going down to, they lived in Florida, dude. And like I said, I lived in the Midwest, so I lived in Florida for a month, and it was, living in Florida was actually such a cool experience. Like, it was, it was so cool. It was so cool, because it was completely different. Why? What was, what was the best parts about living in Florida? Uh, just the fact that it looked so different to where Mm -hmm. I'm used to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. It was was so different, and obviously being surrounded by people that weren't my family for once was Mm -hmm. different, especially as a freshly 18-year-old. It was, it was interesting. Well, then take us to back to, to the relationship there, all right? So you visited uh, mm-hmm. them during this time, and how was that? For a month, you said? For a month, because it was originally Ooh. supposed to be a week. It was originally supposed to be a week, and because I technically flew out the, uh, a few days before, or a little bit before my birthday. So my dad made my original flight, because mm-hmm. right before I turned 18, right? Mm-hmm. But he was, and surprising, you know, protective dad was like, okay, okay, you can do it, right? But... I had turned 18, which made it so I could edit my own flight. And me being the rebellious 18-year-old I was, decided to extend my flight because it wasn't very expensive. <laughs> so I extended it for about a month. <laughs> That's not a vacation anymore, all right? That's not a vacation anymore. You put in that work. What in the world? So what did you do for a month in Florida? We just hung out, did a bunch of stuff, you know. Except for, you know what? I'm, I'm, ups- I'm so upset about this. What? I, we never went to the beach. I've never been to a beach. We never went to the beach. She never brought me to the beach. You've... Okay, okay. It, it's crazy how... Okay, I'm looking into the camera when I say this. It's crazy how without even asking the question of what they ended up doing for a month, the answer here telling us you didn't even go to the beach, I think we've kind of figured out what was going on. You didn't even you go to the beach! Freak. This is... What? 
a month. Go to, month? We, go to the beach. I'm sad. What are you doing in Florida for saying. a month? That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I, uh, I'm perplexed. All right. I, I, I could not. I, I can't understand. All right. You just. You were there for a month. So what did you, if I may ask, you know, you don't got to give dirty details or whatever, but like what, what, what's the month like? What do you guys do? You hang out? You just uh, talk? You watch movies? Well, we, we had some friends there or like some people that we also played games with that lived there. So I was like, hey, we hung out with them a couple times. Mm-hmm. We went to, uh, we went to Bush Gardens. Ooh, that's uh, nice. We went to uh, the area outside of Disney. It's called Disney Springs, which is just another mm-hmm. Disney area. We went there. Um, we went to some other place. I don't remember the name of it, but you know, we went to a few places and just kind of hung out like at our it. at our chill days. You know, mm-hmm. but, I like it. I like it. So you you ended that month long trip. You know, said goodbyes, all that. What was the reaction with your dad? Oh, <laughs> uh, my dad was like, when I hit him with the, it was so funny because obviously he's like, yeah, so you're coming home this day, and then I called him the day before, and I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, dad, I'm coming home this day. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I uh. I extended the flight. <laughs> you are insane. He was you like, are. what? And I'm like, yeah, it was it was the scariest decision of my life. I should have thought about it beforehand. It luckily worked out well, but you know. Yeah. I, I could have been gone, guys. I could have been gone. <laughs> like he, he was like, you you extended it. Yeah. He's like, how long? And I'm like, uh, a month. <laughs> He's like, hmm. I was like, it didn't cost that much, though, so it's okay. Yeah. And Literally. that wasn't his thought of it being okay, but it, it wasn't that much. It was literally like an extra ninety dollars to extend it, like three weeks. Not bad. That's not bad at all. That's huge, especially if like living costs are low or non-existent, mm-hmm. and you just gotta cover food. Why not? That's not mm-hmm. bad. Uh, so, how long did this relationship last for? I don't. I don't even remember how long it officially lasted okay. anymore. Like, I, I'll be honest. This is the one relationship that I've wiped as much possible away from my my memory. Mm-hmm. The, Without getting she, into details, may yeah. I ask why? Oh, uh, she uh, just when we broke up, a lot of very rude details were stated about me. Oh, because I I wanted closure, so I wanted closure. Yeah, and the way that she gave me closure was by being extremely rude and disrespectful. Yeah, uh, as Jenna said, that is a that's a, that's a good way to put it. And uh, yeah, stuff you know, especially because so when we broke up, she actually broke up with me to date someone else in our friend group, to be specific. Is what happened, Oof. and I just kind of wanted closure on what what had happened. If I, you know, if I had did something that I didn't know about, so I could improve for you know the future, right? You know, yeah. like I don't, I don't know exactly what I do, right? I don't know what I don't know what I do, you know, like because obviously when you're viewing yourself, can you see everything? No, you know, you yeah. think that you're doing stuff right. So you know, I tried to get my closure and figure out what I did, and I just got a bunch of rude details back in it. I was, I literally didn't date for. For a while, I didn't think about dating. I just was sad. Mm. Uh, did you notice when things were going downhill? Or was this yeah, all... Yeah, I, 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 I thought I did. But at the same point, because of my, my anxiety and depression type stuff, I thought I was just overthinking. You know, like, I have a big thing with overthinking. I overthink a lot. Okay. And so I was like, oh, it's just me overthinking. Yeah. It's just me overthinking. You know, like, because in general, that's what I do. I overthink. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my nature. I do overthink. And so I, that's what I just thought it was until it was actually like official. And I was like, damn, dude, I wasn't overthinking for once. I feel that. I feel that. Again, before I ask you this next question regarding them, I got to thank the raid here from FGMs. 
Uh, 43 million person rate. Hello, everyone from M's community. My name is Mom's the host, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Streamer Studio. Today's very special guest. I'm gonna say it again, Jakishki. Jakish. Oh my God, this is. You are by far the hardest name I've had on in 114 shows. All right. Yeah. Maybe this is why I choose the the guests based off their names. All right. Because this is why, that's why I've been calling you Demetrius the whole fucking night. All right. Hey. But, it's my Minecraft name, so it works. There you go. There it is. But、uh, Demetrius here, and we're we're covering the the most salacious part of the show, which is the romantic history. We're talking about、uh, Demetrius's romantic history. But thank you so much for coming through, hanging out, and all the follows there.、Um, but Demetrius, let me ask this. All right, so you kind of knew from that relationship that things were were not going well. What were some of the indicators, if I may ask, that you knew that oh, this is an issue? Uh, so at one point they uh they came to visit again. I forget the exact month. But they really just kept like wanting to spend more time, like on the computer, hang out with this friend group, and hang out with me when we're supposed to be, you know, hang out for just a week, you know, because this time it wasn't it wasn't a month long. It's not like we were there for the whole time that it was supposed to be, you know, like hey, we have time to just you know hang out on the computer. But they they showed like so much more interest in you know being on the computer and talking. And it was usually when this one specific person was in our group Discord too, you know. That's why I was like, I was like, eh, could just be, could just be, you know, coincidence. But、yeah. you know, it was more that that was the first thing, and then like just less, like, because she was big on like documenting stuff, you know, like or not like documenting, documenting, but you know, like pictures and stuff like that.、Oh, okay. And this time she didn't really take any pictures or anything either. You know what I mean? So I was like, hmm,、huh. interesting, etc., etc. Yeah. And so I was just like. And、so、I was like,、hmm, maybe something is. I don't know.、Mm-hmm. And、so. then, boom! After literally the day after she left, and I sucked, dude. Because what originally happened, the reason that she visited was it was during a hurricane a couple years back. Because they lived in Florida, right? And I didn't want them to be in the hurricane, so I paid for them to fly up. But originally, because they couldn't work at the time, or they weren't working,、uh, or they didn't work much during that pay shift, because they just got back from visiting the first, or the, they visited me after. And so I paid for half, or I was supposed to. I paid for the full flight. They were supposed to pay for half, and they never paid me back either. So that kind of sucked. Damn, damn. damn. I, I was out of like six hundred bucks from like a you know a last minute flight,、mm-hmm. and then they hit me with the as soon as they go home. Oh yeah, we're,、uh, we're breaking up. Sorry. Holy! Like, not only took that, not only broke up with you, and then just airing dirty shit that just unnecessary.、Mm-hmm. How classless! That's ridiculous. It sucked. So. Wow, going from the second one. Let's go to number three. All right, number three. How old were you, and and how'd you all meet? Last one.、Uh, I'm trying to remember how old I was. I was either twenty or twenty-one. I don't remember. It was all I remember is I was working at Activision at the time because I, I did work at Activision at some point.、Mm-hmm. What year did What year did Modern Warfare come out? That's the easiest way.、Uh, Call of I think it's it was 2019 or 2020. Call of Duty. I think it was 2019, which would have made me. Twenty. Okay, I was twenty. I just turned twenty, or I, it was a little bit after twenty. But、mm-hmm. uh, and I was actually like, I was finally just like, I'm over this girl because it literally took me that full year from that last girl, basically.、Mm. Or actually, it was more than a year. It was it was a year and a half, almost two years, because I was eighteen when we broke up still, and then I was twenty when this happened. And uh, so I I finally bit the bullet and. You know, I, I hit the I hit the typical 
you know, late teenage, you know, early twenties. I, I, I opened up Tinder, dude. I did it. Oh boy. It was the one, it was the one time. Yeah. And so, uh, cause I don't know now I can't just, I just can't take Tinder seriously. I can't, but, uh, mm. back then I, uh, you know, I did and I met someone that seemed cool. And the only reason that I originally talked to them was because they had a picture dressed as Shrek and it was funny. And I just thought it was funny. Like that was the whole reason. They oh, just, okay. they just dressed as Shrek. And I was like, that. So at, you, you, was there any pickup line that came with that? Did you, did you shoot a shot that was Shrek themed? No. Oh, it was I just didn't. I should have. Yeah. I should have. I just, but you know, I just, I just sat there and I acted like myself and they're like, let's hang out. So mm -hmm. we went, we hung out, we played smash bros for our, or at one point on our first date, it was cool. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, shit like that played smash bros, had food, mm -hmm. uh, just showed each other the kind of stuff we like. Like I, I brought her to Starbucks because mango dragon fruit lemonade refresher goes crazy. Mm. Uh, stuff like that. And we just went on a, went on a few dates. Uh, interesting, uh, interesting, but very necessary, but unnecessary detail. So, uh, so here, here's, here's the best thing. And it's just cause it was funny. Okay. She had an ass tat, but, but wait, this is why it's necessary. The ass tat was Lightning McQueen, and it said Kerchow on it. Get the ring. All right. That's amazing. That's hilarious. Are you kidding me? I'm being dead ass, bro. <laughs> Is it so? Oh, my gosh. There's so many jokes that are in my mind. I just try to. I've never. You've, I think you broke me at a moment there. That's. Did you ever ask the lore of. What's on your ass? Her and her, friend, you, her and her friend just decided to get ass tats together, and she decided I'm Lightning Queen because she likes memes. And I was like, "Yo, memes, let's go, Kerchak!" <laughs> if there was ever a reason to like, holy <laughs> cow, what a meme! That's beautiful. That's hilarious. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. It, you like, said it was like unnecessary. Said, Very necessary. No, no it's necessary because people are like. I, I say unnecessary because people are like ass tat. Why are you telling me about their ass tat? Yeah. And then I then I put lightning and they're like, oh, that perfectly. Never valid. mind. Yeah. You're right. Valid. It makes sense. Uh, it's elementary, my dear Watson, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it, it all adds up. So <laughs> how long did this relationship last for that you remember? It, the thing is, it was a couple months. Uh, would have been longer, but at, so what? Basically, what happened was I. Uh, <laughs> so I this is when I was working at Activision. I ended up getting like major migraines and stuff like that it was it was really bad and at one point i was just like i felt so bad that i just ended up unintentionally ghosting them i wasn't even like really using my phone or anything and i just unintentionally ghosted them and then we just eventually just weren't a thing anymore you know like it was so bad because i got so sick and then i was like and i was like fuck bro especially because i had to uh because i ended up having to quit activism so i was like fuck now i'm not working either and so i was starting to get down on myself and it was just big circle of badness during that time you, you and never uh, thought of just randomly out of the blue I, I felt i was i felt too embarrassed dude because i just i've never ghosted someone up until that point mm. and it wasn't even me wanting to ghost them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it's it's interesting because we're going from the trajectory of where we started to now and it's kind of like that joker arc where you've lived mm -hmm. long enough to see yourself turn into the mm -hmm. villain exactly wow. <laughs> exactly exactly like and except for luckily like i did eventually like, just talk to them as friends and they yeah. understood they're like yeah i like because they could tell 
I don't, I don't remember how they could tell, but they could tell that I was feeling sick. And so they didn't like yeah. even stress about it, which is cool. Cause you know, like I said, most people would be like, really what the, what, why? But mm-hmm. they understood. And so it was cool. Yeah. Cause we're, we're still like, we're not close friends, but like okay. we can still talk to each other. Cause we weren't like as deep as some of the other ones, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you sharing all that. Uh, Demetrius that that really means a ton. I know that that's a lot of vulnerable spaces to be in, but I think it gives a good, uh, I guess, sense of of both your love life and your self love life. My love life, huh? Hey, that's yeah. it. That's that's me showing my age is using terminology like that. All no, right? no, I was gonna <laughs> say in general. No, in general, it's true because it's like it don't end. Like it's it's always there. Shout out to the person I'm talking to now. Shout oh, out to oh. you. Okay. Yeah. Are we just gonna drop these stories here? We're gonna, gonna we're drop gonna, these. We're gonna. Okay, I'll I'll give you a mini story. So basically, right. I randomly just. This person just, they were attractive. I shot my shot. You know, I started talking to them. And we've been talking, like, I originally wasn't going to talk to them because I was scared, right? But I shot my shot, and now we've been talking every day for, like, over two months now, I think. Something like that. Like, over two months. and So we've just been talking, and they've been super cool. Is it too much to ask how you you saw them when you first saw them? How you first, or is that, that will give it away. I think that gives away too much, so I can't say. All right, all right. All right. I can't say because, right, especially because right. my community knows the people I talk to and talk about. So. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I see you guys in chat. Yeah, Be quiet. They, they sneak Be quiet. here. Uh, and 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 you said it's been going on for how long, roughly? Uh, we've been we've been talking every day for like over two months now, so that's okay. cool. All right. Well, we'll I'll keep tabs. We'll see what happens. But I'm happy for you. That's awesome that that things are looking up and you find a, a new person that that you resonate with and that you you care about and you can have those. It's always exciting, isn't it? Like to have someone that you can like you're excited to talk to. You wake up, they're the first yeah, person exactly. you're texting and the last person yep. before you go to bed. That's such a cool headspace and place in life to be and i know mm-hmm. by saying this a lot of the single people watching are like i'm painfully alone <laughs> and i'm yeah, and you I, can have I that with your that. homies no, I, I feel that guys like even though i'm talking to someone that doesn't make me less single <laughs> so, so guys don't worry i relate i relate to you guys don't oh, worry fuck. just because i'm talking to someone doesn't make us less single that like, is the joke of the night i'll tell you that right now that is the funniest thing i've heard tonight just because I'm talking to someone doesn't make me any less single. That until, I, that, until it's official, you know. <laughs> I want that shit engraved in a block of wood that I can hang in my room behind me. That's so fucking yes. funny. That's it's so, so good. true, though. It is. You're right. And I never it's found it's official. It's not. <laughs> that's poetry. That is holy. Wow. I think that's. I think that's a tweet, man. I think that's yeah. a tweet. You bet. Hey, you, you, that's all you. I'm drop, not gonna steal it. Drop that's it right it. now. Let write it right, it right now. now. Write it right now. What I'll say is this. All right. I appreciate you sharing all that as you're typing it. We're of gonna course. move on to the third part of the show. All right, and it's the community questions. Because I, I did skip the one bathroom break for myself, I do got to use go it now. It. Yeah, go you, grab it. Are you good? You don't need yeah, anything? Yeah, I'm chilling. Oh, my gosh. You are a trooper. All right. I'll be back in a minute or two. The chat yeah, short. sounds good. I got you. J- Jazz, it's not. No, it's not what it looks like. What, why are you beating me up? Why are you beating me up? What did I do? Am I wrong? Am I single? Chat. Be honest with me. Am I single, chat?
What do you want? What do you want from me? What What do you want from me? Am I Am I not single? Me and Jazz weren't dating, bro. Don't make me call your phone, dude. I didn't even do it. I said I called. I I shouted you out. I shouted you out because you're my favorite. And yes, somebody can clip it. I have favorites. Jazz is my favorite. Somebody do something about it. You can't stop it. I said it. But I'd, I'd rather not be single, but we've talked about this. Dude, I just said that I'm technically single. Because I, I haven't dated. I, we're not dating yet. We're not dating yet. Why did somebody... Somebody just replied to my somebody just replied to my tweet. Somebody just replied to my tweet chat. Ask them out or I will take them. Then date. Yeah. No, some people some people didn't know, Venus. Some people didn't know. Simply date. It doesn't work that it doesn't work that way. Dating, I can't just be like, yeah, we're dating now. Like that's not how it works. It's a two-way street. Both of us have to be down. <laughs> I've seen moths. I didn't want to interrupt. I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt. No, no, I didn't good. know uh, you were. Uh, no, no, you're good. You're good. So, uh, so basically, what happened was the person that I shouted out may or may not be in chat, and they got offended by the fact I said just because I'm talking to someone doesn't make me less single. So, uh, but, but it's like we're we're not dating. So, like you know, I'm technically, you know, not not. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop before I dig myself a deeper hole. Yeah, I think that the you know I I didn't realize I was uh having I'm gonna be hosting a new show called Couples Counseling. Uh, that will be next week. I see I have my first two guests there. That's insane. You are out of pocket, dude. I can hear you from my restroom. You're like I am trying to take a whiz, and you are just no. Listen here, wait a minute. No, have it's not what it's like I swear, <laughs> I was just like, "Do I need to get in there?" Like, I that's why I po poked my head. I was like, "Is everything? I can take a break. It's fine. I can I go." That was so funny. I literally just see, I just see peek in and then I just <laughs> walk away. <laughs> I'm stupid, I'm stupid. All right. all right, all right. So like I said here, we're going into the community questions uh, segment of the show. Again, if you have any questions, comments, anything you'd like me to read here aloud, uh, exclamation mark Q into the chat. I will get to as many here as possible, all right? Uh, the only, there's only one rule to this uh, segment, Demetrius, and it's this. You don't have to answer questions you don't want to, all right? I'm going to just read them, and, and you could do whatever you want with them. You could react. You can answer. You don't have to, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Perfect. Uh, first question says, um, do you have any advice for people debating whether or not they want to pursue content creation? Okay. So my best advice for if you want to pursue content creation is make sure that you're in it for the right reasons. Cause if you actually, cause a lot of people think that being a content creator is just easy money. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some people, some people do think it's just easy money, but if you go in just thinking of it like that. You're not going to make it far because you're not going to enjoy it. Pursue content creation because you enjoy an aspect of it, if not all of it. Because I enjoy most of it. I, I won't lie. I hate editing. Editing for videos is my least favorite. But everything else I love. And that is what would, you know, what is, that's what will carry me personally. So find something that you enjoy and then pursue it. Just do it. Just do it as long as you'll enjoy it. Yeah. I love that's, that. That's my best advice. I love that you said, at least one aspect, if not all, 
because I think with like similar to a nine to five, you know, you've, we've talked mm-hmm. about your work history yep. where it's like, if you think back, there's no better place you'd rather be. You'd rather be doing this. You'd rather be going through the grind of your edits mm-hmm. than working whatever job you talked yep. about previously. Exactly. And that's what keeps, I think, us humbled where it's like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Like this, the, the editing part is not fun. It mm-hmm. is tedious. It could get a lot, but, or, or whatever part you may not love the most. But overall, this is still a place that, that I'd rather be 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, I, exactly. I 100% agree. I love that. Um, all right. Let's see what this question's about. How do, you, how do you trust following so many people on Twitter? Do you worry about any controversies coming from that? Are there controversies from following yeah. people on yes, Twitter? Yes, there is. It's, it's huge. Tell me about that. So... I'm going to use someone as an example. Okay. Not because I personally dislike them okay. or like them. Like my stance is neutral, but Technoblade. I'm sure you've heard of Technoblade. I've heard. There I don't some, know what Technoblade did. That's the thing. Uh, so he's just made some really edgy and slightly out of pocket statements in general. Okay. I see. So he, he's made some out of pocket stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mostly in the past. Okay. So, you know, some people really don't like him still. Mm-hmm. okay but some people are like he did in the past he should be okay mm-hmm. and so some people really dislike the fact that people still follow technoblade and support technoblade right mm-hmm. but then other people are like he didn't do anything and some people are like you shouldn't be following him and other people are like you know there's no reason to not follow him right like you know what i mean so yeah so it's this whole dance. Okay, so it, it really mm-hmm. does matter who you follow because people are going to yes. see that as association. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. So then going back to the question then for you, how do you trust following so many people on Twitter is what it says verbatim. Uh, so how I kind of explain it to people is just because I follow someone doesn't mean that I support them, right? Yeah. I am a, I am a single number in these, <clears throat> in these very large numbers of people, okay? Mm-hmm. And as a content creator, especially, you kind of have to be in the loop of stuff that's happening. And what better way to be in the loop than being like following someone and seeing what they're tweeting instead of just, you know, waiting for relayed information. Mm-hmm. You can see what happens yourself versus waiting for relayed information. And especially if you're a content, creation, uh, content creator and you're trying to keep up with trends, a yep. lot of the time Twitter is a place where you will find a trend starting. Yep. Twitter is a big place for that. And what better way to find the big trends than by following the big creators? Mm-hmm. I, I never understood that. That actually blows my mind. I never knew that was a thing that people will go through mm-hmm. your follows thinking that, and by the way, go through my follows. I don't really care. I'm not, I got nothing mm-hmm. to hide. But that's insane that they think that just because you follow, it's an association. Wouldn't you just rather have someone from your community just say, what do you think of this? And you can actually speak on it and have more discourse than an assumption. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. like you yeah know, be, have, have a conversation but assumptions i think that's just that's deadly man you mm-hmm. start assuming things and and then they run off with the story that's wild that's out of pocket there but, it is it's how it happens oh my gosh i agree with you though i agree that staying in the loop you got to follow i follow a lot mm-hmm. of people i don't agree with but it's just so i understand why everyone's so riled up or what what, yep, what, exactly. what is this thing that's going through today damn okay all right, mm-hmm. all right. that's exactly how i view it because a lot of the people I follow on main, I'm just like, 
I'm not a fan of them or their content really, but I know that they've done something right in the way of growing a platform and that trends and such can follow out of them. Yeah. And so it's more of as a business thought than a personal thought, if that makes sense. Yes, so. completely. Uh, this one reads, uh, Jiki, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you love your friend Oats' winky smiley face? Uh, so I hate Oats. Oats is my least favorite. <laughs> You're asking that question, notes. You're uh, out of ten. In so general, you should know that I love most of my friends equally, mm -hmm. or I hate them all equally. Whichever way you want to view it. Yeah. And then there's and there's, there's a few people. And then there's oats. <laughs> yeah. Then there's oats. Oats. Yeah. Now after that question, you're a you're down yeah. down astronomical. That's uh, stocks are not you. You need to sell the oat stocks, is what I'm hearing right now. All right, mm -hmm. you got to sell those oat stocks. This one's always a loaded question. This is one that comes on every show. I have a way for you to escape it if you need, but the question mm -hmm. remains: Who's your favorite mod? Who's my favorite mod? That's actually a hard question. Who's my favorite mod? It really depends on what aspect, because like I have mods who like. In general, I have mods who do a lot more than other mods, but they're more they're more hard asses, if that makes sense. You know, like they're they're sitting there and they're like, I'm gonna mod no matter what it takes, I don't care what people say, kind of mod, right? I have those. Mm -hmm. But then I also have people that are just there all the time, kind of mods. Mm. So like because if I'm being honest, Sinia, uh, you're always there, so you're definitely up there. And then as of late, probably Julie. Julie's been carrying. She's been because I don't know if you've heard about all the like bots and stuff going around the yeah, hate raid the bots. Hate raids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Julie has been banning them before they can even start Ooh. stuff. Julie Ooh. has literally has been killing it. Hell yeah. That's Julie huge. has been killing it. I like that. Yeah. The the, the way yeah. you, you actually took the the words out of my mouth. The way I usually give people an escape is whoever does the most. Not necessarily favor. Mm -hmm. It's just whoever. But that that's awesome. Yeah. That's proactive. Yeah. It's it, that shit's getting kind of crazy here on Twitch. It seems to not mm -hmm. be slowing down. Um, but that's awesome. That's awesome that that Julie's taking up that that challenge and helping out behind the scenes. Um, yeah. This one says, if you were doing something other than streaming slash content creation for the rest of your life, what is it and why? What is it like? Is this just what would I want to do or what would I actually be doing? Because those are two with, different questions. Let's go with both. I, I'm curious to both answers. Okay. So what I would be doing, um, I'd probably try to get a job as some sort of computer technician. I enjoyed building computers and stuff. So uh, like old, uh, an old place near me, because I, I wasn't doing content creation. I wouldn't have moved where I moved to now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I probably would have been back home. So, you know, something to do with computers. And uh, what would I want to do, though? Um, when I was younger, I really wanted to be an actor. Maybe that, like, that would be, like, what I would have chased instead, like, actually, like, doing higher, larger scale things of that sort. Because, in general, I couldn't see myself doing that now, but, like, that probably would have been the path I took if I didn't fall in love with content creation, or at least attempted to take, I should say. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what I think probably would have been it. I like it. How does Boba taste without your Boba bestie frowny face? I miss you, hon, and I'm so proud of you, smiley face. Do you know who that would be? I don't, it, it's anonymous. I know exactly who that is, Jenna. Mm hmm So, Boba doesn't taste the same, really doesn't. Not as good. It, it, it doesn't taste the same, but thank you for being proud of me. Uh, I'll be back home 
around the holidays, so we can hang out. But uh, miss you lots, and uh, thank you for being proud and supporting me. Uh, out of curiosity, what's your go-to order with boba? What's really like? depends on what place I go to. Ooh, I have different place. orders at different places. Okay. Uh, Cha time, Sakura milk tea is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this one local place near me, and they have Hokkaido milk tea, which slaps. And then at Kung Fu Tea, I've really liked their uh, their oolong milk tea personally. Mm. Are you getting the tapioca pearls? Or are you yeah, going always, every time? Okay, every time. Hey, good to know. Good to know. All right, I need that. What inspires you to better yourself? Um, myself. Why? I'm because I know that I've made mistakes in the past. I've said I've done stupid things when I was younger. You know especially because the environment evolves around you. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. for example, the internet today is a lot different than it was 10 years ago. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so much different. And seeing those mistakes and not wanting to make them again mm-hmm. is what, uh, what drives me. Because I'm like, especially just because like, there are certain terminologies and things that people used to use that just nowadays are not, not okay. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, it's not because they're trying to be offensive, but because it was a part of how they used to speak. But yes. even in that case, I don't want to, you know, cause someone to be uncomfortable or to offend someone. Mm-hmm. So like knowing that that's a possibility and that exists with people makes me just want to improve myself. Not just for myself, but for the people around me. Because I, in general, I know that, like when I think about it, I know I'm a good person at heart, mm-hmm. right? Like everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days as Hannah Montana once said. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Improving for the people around you to make everybody else feel okay, I feel like is more important because you're not on the earth alone. You're not here just as you. You're here surrounded by other people that deserve to be respected too. So, yeah, I noticed that. I love that that you said that. I know I'm a good person. I feel like not enough people do. They will. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's such a I'm gonna allow the masses to judge rather than having that self-confidence or that self-worth and knowing, no, this is just an out-of-context scenario. I've yeah, clearly exactly. changed. I love the fact that you say that, you know, back then there was different connotations to that, but now knowing and changing that, you're seeing that mm-hmm. growth. That's also another thing that I've recognized a lot of people aren't willing to do. People will define you by the negative, and that's that, and walk away, rather than allowing you to make a case for your change. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think... Uh, miscommunication and hate yep. in general will always fester when you don't allow someone to make their case of change and goodness. It's such a, it's a sad thing, but it's, you know, it's, it's what we see here online. I have, mm-hmm. um, I have four more for you. All right. Four more here. Yep, let's hear it. All right. First one, what important life lesson stuck with you throughout life? Um, well, those, those two guys that earlier, that my mom and dad told me, yes. like I said, your mistakes don't define you as a person is a big one, mm-hmm. not to align yourself with the wrong crowd. And then the typical one that every single person knows, and if you somehow don't know this, I don't understand how you don't. Okay. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Golden rule, yeah. That one, just because in general, like if somebody's sitting there and being rude to me, of course I'm going to want to be rude back. Mm-hmm. Like, but if somebody's sitting there being nice to me, why would I feel like being rude to them? You know, like, that's always kind of stuck with me because it's like, treat people exactly how i would want to be treated like i don't don't know like it's just i would never want to be treated poorly so why would i ever treat somebody else poorly yeah i love that i love that uh can you tell us more about your self-love journey uh like how did you stay on track 
Uh, I didn't. <clears throat> in general, it's been a lot of, you know, a lot of push and pull, like trying to, you know, have myself do that. And then at times really just liking myself. Mm-hmm. And then other times, you know, going, hey, I'll be okay. But then guess what? Guess what? It goes back and forth. And it's just the fact of realizing that that you're not always going to be okay, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not feel okay. But because like, a lot of people take it as you shouldn't feel bad. No, it's okay to not feel okay. Mm-hmm. But it's just the steps that you take after. Mm-hmm. And you're not always going to know why you don't feel okay. It's okay to take, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to take a rest. You know, like sometimes you got to put stuff on pause and take care of yourself. Some, like there's just so much that you have to do sometimes. And it can be a pause. It can be, like I said, there's been times where I'm like, I'm working on myself, I'm working on myself. And then I'm just like, I can't. I just have to take a break and just not think about anything. You know, so there are times. And so actually taking a break has helped me keep on track. Demetrius is taking us to church right now. It is a Tuesday, all right? Relax. That was two days ago, all right? Can you chill? <laughs> my bad, my bad. I can, yes. I can calm down. I'll calm down a little bit. <laughs> but I I'll love that. I love the, again, it sounds like mentally, from what I've garnered from your words, it sounds like giving yourself some slack, giving yourself some grace, mm-hmm. you know, recognizing that what you're feeling and, and trying to not always find the answers or the solutions, but feel your feelings there. Mm-hmm. And then you put on a new cat ears, and I'm, you're supposed to have me. <laughs> new, new person. I yeah. put on the new ears. Totally new identity. All right. Here's two more here. Uh, how do you feel about friendships between content creators and their viewers? Do you consider yourself to be friends with anyone in your community? Uh, yes and no. Like, I, I do consider myself friends with some of my community in general. But I also want people to know that content creators can't be friends with everyone mm-hmm. like it's just kind of how it is because just think about it like using my own let's just use my my alternate twitter which isn't even my main twitter we'll use that as my as my basis i have almost five thousand followers okay. i can't talk to every single one of you i cannot yep. but there will be some people that i can talk to you know like some people reach out and it's like hey we talk right cool Mm-hmm. Or, you know, some people just interact on multiple tweets. Some people are at every stream. Some people are, you know, do all this and more, you know, interact in the Discord. So if I talk to you enough, guess what? Like, we're bound to become, you know, friends of some sort. You know, like, it's like it's just how people work. If you talk to the same person every single day mm-hmm. and you don't, like, and you get along with the person, why wouldn't you be friends? And I think that, like, not being friends as a content creator with viewers is kind of a unrealistic point of view, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. uh, at some point you do get large enough where people are bound to know you, who you are. Like, you know, not everyone is, not everyone's going to know you, but some people might, right? Some people might. And just because somebody knows you as a content creator doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to be friends with them, in my own opinion. like. I feel like people are people. Like I said earlier, content creators want to be treated as people. We don't want to be viewed as these, you know, things that are higher up just because we entertain people. Like, I think that we should be able to be friends with people just like people are able to be friends with other people. You know, like, it's, I don't think, I don't think it's a big deal personally. 
I know some people like to think of it otherwise, but I think that, you know, friends exist for a reason. People exist together. You know, like it's just, it's just how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you spend this much time together and, and, and mm-hmm. you're sharing stories and details of one's life. I remember exactly. I had a former guest that was bullied from another person, another creator that was like, wait, you hang out IRL with your community? And he said, of course I do. Like, yeah, you know, if they're willing to hang out and this is a, a, a you know, he feels comfortable enough doing this and they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're clearly down to do it. Yeah, sure. Why not? And that other creator was like, whoa, well, I can, you know, I can't imagine that. I, you know, I'm just, you know, there's a, there's a disconnect there. Um, so it goes both ways. You see the parasocial of it all, but, mm-hmm. and, and, and recognizing that literally, yeah. even there, there's an old say that's like, you can only really keep, sustain a hundred relationships, you know? Yeah. So there's only so much uh, air in the world, in your personal world. So mm-hmm. let's not, let's cut the bullshit and say, we can't say we can be best friends with everyone. No. Exactly. But we can have good conversation. I can mm-hmm. listen. We can live in yep. that moment. But something more, I think that's where it gets crazy. And that's where people are like, but, but wait a second. You're my, you know, you're my favorite and this and that. And you're like, well, yeah, but you know, it's. I, I just can't be friends with everyone. Exactly. It's just physically impossible. Exactly. And, and, and I think that's a, a harsh reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but something that I think would preserve both parties, both the person that's yeah. wanting the relationship and maybe the viewer, and also from the streamer standpoint, recognizing that, yeah, let's not try to pretend that we can do that with everyone because we just can. And then you're going to get caught with, you know, red handed being a phony. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, fucking twit longers up the yang for that one. Yep. Um, <laughs> I that's got- exactly why I tell everyone. No, you, you perfectly put it. That's exactly why I tell everyone I'm not your friend. Like I, I, I love and appreciate you guys supporting me, right? I, I appreciate it so much, and I'll try to be here for some of you guys, you know. But I can't be here for everyone. I just cannot. Mm-hmm. I physically cannot be here for everyone, and I will not try to force myself to be here for everyone. Yeah. Like it's just not going to work. And I'm sorry. Like I, I, if I could be friends with you all, I would, but I, I can't. Even, even like streamer to streamer though, too. Oh like, yeah, no, I'm, exactly. We can collab and we could be on acquaintances and we know each other. We're not fucking best friends. I don't know about exactly. your intimate. Even in interviewing you for 3 plus hours, it's not like I know yeah. who you truly are. I'm I'm knowing more mm-hmm. of your past than your present. And and I don't know who it was. I saw it on TikTok. Someone perfectly said it. It's like they're not best friends. It's more of a coworker feel. Yeah, and exactly. I, and I 100% agree with that. I feel like we are like cuz we're in the same vocation. We're in the same field. You're going through the motions. You and I can relate on a very good level of how it feels to, you know, X, Y, and Z about streaming. But in terms of a relationship, that takes time and that takes a exactly. lot more. But people want the instant gratification, man. They want it now. I want it. I wanted to find the relationship now. Take your time. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a journey there. All right, one more here, and this is. Let's it looks it. like it is uh, a comment. It says, uh, "Hey, uh, Jikishi." Uh, just wanted to say I loved your story and it feels so relatable. You have an amazing community and I hope you only grow from here. Also, I hope your community doesn't write any twit longers or cancel you oh, after no. what you said today because they seem pretty mad is what it says. <laughs> I love that a lot. <laughs> well, well you, you guys aren't wrong. They, uh, 
that you know people people are a little upset but i do appreciate yeah. your word thank you so much <laughs> uh, i'm happy that you can relate uh, to parts you know obviously i i wish you to not go through any of the negatives i went through yeah i'm happy that you can understand and uh and this one's just uh just just so i can clear my own air i'm sorry jazz please don't hate me thanks <laughs> yeah is it purely that one that it seems like that's the only hot take of the, this evening uh, all right that's the only one that uh uh, yeah, I'm in hot water right now, right. you know. Well, you'll have to deal with that after the stream. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a you problem. All right? It is. It, it is doesn't a me sound problem. like a me problem. <laughs> what an asshole. I'm sorry. I had to. That's free. That one's on the house. All right. Well, Demetrius, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you so much for, for spending a couple hours talking about your life and, and getting to know you, man. It, it's been a pleasure. But much like anything in life, nothing is free. So I need two things from you, all right? The first thing I need yeah. from you is you have the stream up? I do have the stream up. Can you go on the back end, uh, on the viewer list, and, and choose oh. a name that isn't myself, Ahmad, <clears throat> Or a current VIP, any name, any name will do. Mm. You know what? Because I made them upset. There right, you go. Okay. I'll write their name in chat. There you go. Well, what do we got here? What do we got here? It is go. Dreams Spit. All right. <laughs> that is, you made them nice. upset. I'm still expecting the, the, the twit longer. All right. There might, I, I do need to write a twit longer. I'll figure it out. <laughs> No, from them, not yourself. All oh, right. No, they they want no, they want me to write a twit longer apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit better go on main. That's not an alt tweet, all right? That's going on main for everyone to see, all right? Ask for that, a TikTok apology. We want a world social media tour, it sounds like. All right. <laughs> Dream Spit, you got VIP in this channel, just like that. But I only have five VIPs, so I'm gonna type here. The five VIPs I have there, you're going to choose one of them that's losing it right here, right now. We have Valen Globe, uh, who I've seen here tonight, Artist Jupiter, uh, Diatomic uh, Arc 7, Cassie Froggy, who I also saw here tonight, and The Baby Seal. Which one's going? Time for your supervillain arc, Jazz. Oh, no, it's you. Oh, I get to choose? Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I would know. Heck yeah. Oh, I thought they got to choose. Super villain arc. Yes. Okay, so uh mm, hmm. Uh-oh. Squid game. I oh. challenged them to win a squid game. Red light, green light. VIP. <laughs> the winner keeps their VIP. Uh, let's get rid of mm, Let's do uh let's do diatomic arc seven. Wow. Tell me what your thought process is on taking because- diatomic out. There's only one seven that I stand by. And that is? Jikish seven. Salutes, chat. There it is. It, it doesn't exist anymore because it's not, it's not a uh, emote anymore, but salute. <laughs> I don't have enough slots yet. Daya just got that <laughs> last I'm week. Sorry. I'm sorry, but you the seven sent me. A the seven monster. sent me. Fair, fair. All right, I got one more thing for you, Demetrius. Let's hear it. And we're home free. Uh, I'm always on the lookout for new streamers to watch and possibly join the communities, but most of all, to possibly interview, all right? And I always trust my guests. So who? I'm going to ask you this. Who is someone that you would like go through the ringer with me and go through the exact same experience? Who is someone you would want to watch to learn about their lives both online and off? See, I know a fair bit about him, but he's one of my best friends, 
at lackeys on Twitter. I'll, I'll put his name in chat. One of my one of my best friends. Love him so much. Love him to death. And uh, perfect. He, lackeys. One of my favorites. Yeah. All right. Love him. I will check out lackeys after the show. I'll add him to the list. But I appreciate that. Let me put brackets there. Holy cow. Demetrius, thank you so much, Crazy. dude. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, we got our one last secret segment, and it's this. All right. Let's hear it. Uh, this show, Inside the Streamer Studio, was inspired by a 90s television show called Inside the mm -hmm. Actor's Studio, uh, where a host and professor named James Lipton um, would interview actors, actresses, and entertainers in his auditori auditorium and classroom, and it would be long form. We talk about their upbringing, their life and education, everything, and their work in media. And he's done this for 23 seasons, and he ends the show the exact same way. And as an homage to him and their show, I do the exact same thing. All right? I'm going to ask you 10 questions, and there's only three parts to this show, uh, this part of the show. First part is that you have to answer every question. It's not negotiable. All right? They're easy. Second is that I'm going to be completely silent. Uh, during this, all right? Uh, I'm going to read you the question. You're going to have your time to, to answer it. I'm going to wait for a moment of silence, then I'll read you the next question. And lastly, uh, is to keep your answers within one thought. So not one word, not one paragraph, a sentence will do, okay? <clears throat> After that, uh, I'm going to give you the final word, and then we'll go our separate ways, all right? Sounds good to me. It's as easy as that. You ready? I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> Question one. What is your favorite word? Meow. What is your least favorite word? I can't say it. What turns you on? A switch. What turns you off? Also a switch. What sound or noise do you love? Noise. What sound or noise do you hate? Crashing on a chalkboard. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck! What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt?
Acting would be cool. What profession would you not like to do? Fast food. And lastly, Demetrius. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You're built differently. Come in. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Jikishi, Demetrius, dude. Let's go. Well done, well done, well done. Thank you so much for, for being a part of this show, for taking time out of your day to do this, man. I appreciate it. I think we learned a lot tonight. I think we learned a lot tonight. Most of all, I, I loved how openly and honestly and, and almost spirited the discussion of not just mental health but self-love. Those are two conversations that I feel, especially as creators that's something that's been a hot topic uh, during late 2020 and, and to this very day and so knowing that not only are you advocating it but you're practicing what you preach and you're taking time for yourself um and, and all that is it, such a it's such a beautiful thing and it's something that honestly from as creator to creator it's something that inspires me um I, I, again, like I said in the past like I, I when I look at your stuff and especially your work ethic behind the scenes, I am blown away, and and it's uh, similar to partner, similar to to making this into a vocation. It's a matter of when and not if. Um, so I want to empower you to continue doing what you're doing. Again, I'd love to have you on the network. Um, I've been looking for a good partner for Gracie, and so I think I found him. So I would love to have you both together. I have other shows, other projects that I that I always keep my former guests involved in. Um, and I'll DM you after the show uh, with another thank you there. But uh, I want to give the guests the final word. What is something that you would like to say to everyone watching live here on Twitch and the future on YouTube or listening on Spotify? Okay, so send it off. First of all, thank you for having me on the show. Obviously, I didn't think that something like this would happen. I didn't expect myself to get to a point where I would have been able to be on a show like this, but I really appreciate the invite. Happy birthday to Miss Cassie, as I can see. And uh, besides that, thank you to my community for obviously showing up and hanging out and, uh, you know, taking the time to listen to me talk about my life. Thank you to mom's community for being here, too. Of course, supporting moms and uh, just the show in general. Shout out to everybody that, that's been here. Shout out to the people listening outside. Shout out Jazz. I'm sorry. And uh, lastly, besides that, just thank you again for having me. I appreciate it, man. Of course, of course. And again, I'll DM you after the show. We'll keep in touch. But you take care, Demetrius. All right? You take care. Good, man. Have I'll a good talk one. to you again soon. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, man.